Hey, Nadpoles. Caldwell here to talk to you about Hero Forge, the best place to get fully customizable tabletop miniatures with dozens of fantasy species and thousands of parts to choose from. I actually just built a version of my Underdark Gnome Illusion Wizard, Kraslo, for use in a home game my friend has been running, and it was incredibly fun getting to scroll through all the options and details to bring this mage-handed menace to life. Their easy-to-use design tools let you build your perfect miniature online using a fully 3D, in-depth character creator right in your browser. Oh, and before you ask, yes, Hero Forge has goggles, and yes, Kraslo is wearing them. So if you've been thinking about splurging on a miniature for your D&D campaign, wait no longer, because May 2nd to May 9th, Hero Forge is having a spring sale. You can get 10% off all physical miniatures and free shipping, including international shipping on all orders. The figures are tiny, but the savings are huge. To take advantage of this great offer, visit HeroForge.com to start designing your custom miniature today and check back often because new content is added every week. Ooh, good to know. Kraslo just got a hat of vermin in the campaign, and I really want to find an annoying top hat for him to wear to represent that. In the meantime, that's it for me. Thanks for listening, and happy forging. This is a HeadGum Podcast. Welcome to Trinivale. Oh, I didn't know how much I missed it. I'm regular now. I'm back. My constitution is restored. I can poop again. Thank you. Okay. I've been holding it in for a year. I came in like a laxative with the Trinivale. That's why you are the way you are. Just a real, just a shot glass of castor oil. It's going to be a whole new Caldwell now. Flushed, baby. A new Caldwell and a new world. A world saved from certain doom by three unlikely heroes. Heroes who, now that peace reigns, can pursue their true goal of being full-time grifters. <laughs> That's right. Today's story begins with those grifters, a.k.a. the Trinavale triplets, on a visit to the exquisite royal gardens in the elven kingdom of Ilavas. However, our heroes aren't alone. Joining them is the crown prince of Ilavas, Aster Starsage, as well as his parents, Kings Albin Star and Bleaker Sage. The scene is immaculate. On all sides, perfectly pruned roses bloom in a dazzling array of colors. And above, thick clouds drift past like massive skybound barges. However, despite this outward perfection, a mood of tension hangs over our heroes. For today, they are on a mission that will determine the course of the rest of their lives. But before we reveal that mission, let's reveal ourselves Woo! via introductions. <laughs> yes. <laughs> ah, it's good to be back, friends. I am your Dungeon Master, a.k.a. Dunkle Caldwell Tanner, and I am joined by... Brian Murphy, a.k.a. Jens Lindell, Lord of the Dance, wielder of a lance, but really a sword. But really a sword. <laughs> what a stretch. Really a sword. A couple of swords. Can we say that you took about five minutes well, at the top you know, of this to think at a certain of a point, rhyme? I gave up on trying to write a rhyme uh, because I was really holding everybody up. Um, okay. So we did time it, though, and it was five minutes and 44 seconds. I did that really good comedy thing where you do a bad thing, but you wink. 
Um, I which is it. really I like good. The non-joke. Yeah. Uh, and I'm going to put a sound effect in so people know that you winked. Thank oh, you. Oh, a record scratch Thank maybe so too. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, a record scratch, sure. <laughs> You're probably wondering how I got here. It's because I'm dumb and I suck. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, and we're also joined by... Emily Axford, Anix Lumiere, Municorn Mother, and Victorian Fucker. Whoa. <laughs> oh. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Love it. These rhymes are rusty. <laughs> Do not touch. Uh, and we're also joined by one other friend. Who might he be? I'm super thrown off because I don't think we usually say our first names, yeah, but sorry. here we go. We Jake I was confused, <laughs> but I just was like, Emily, Jay it's, your, it's your fault. <laughs> little brother with a mullet who can't handle BBs going down his gullet. Nyack of the Ranafor. Ooh, beautiful. Oh, I forgot <laughs> oh. Butterfinger BBs. <laughs> How could you forget? Oh, it's so nice to have you all back here. I'm ready for another adventure in the world of Trinavale. But uh, before we get to it, uh, I thought I would provide a quick recap for just some of the details for folks who might be hazy about uh, things that have transpired in Trinavale, specifically things relating to Aster Starsage, the Crown Prince of Illavos. So here we go. Jins first met Aster while performing an interpretive sword dance at his birthday party. The prince, eager to mimic Jins' routine, got too close to his swords and unfortunately was pricked. This resulted in Jins being exiled from Illavas, but years later, in pursuit of a divine relic, Jins, along with Onyx and Nyak, returned to this kingdom and encountered the prince once more. The prince then gave Jins a chance to absolve his name. Jins danced admirably, and later on, the prince admitted that he was super impressed. Swayed by his kind words and also immense wealth, Jins fell head over heels for the prince, and the two became a couple. Mostly the second thing. Yeah, I was going <laughs> you to can say, fall I don't ahead. remember it being head over heels. Everyone, you like... can fall head over heels for money, okay? <laughs> more hand over fist. Mm. Now, thanks to the prince's generosity which Jins totally isn't taking advantage of. <laughs> nope. Our three triplets have been able to upgrade from their small studio apartment to a luxurious castle complete with a stable for Onyx's Moonicorn Obsidian. <laughs> uh, Obsidian is pregnant. <laughs> oh, congrats. <laughs> he is with child. That's wonderful. She's been giving birth this whole entire time. That's what it was. <laughs> Maybe he has been. Can we, can we hear Obsidian? Huh? Ah! <laughs> oh, oh, they're glowing. Uh, you sound so strong. <laughs> <laughs> so that's just a fun uh, new wrinkle for this. I'll be rolling yeah. uh, pregnancy checks for Obsidian, <laughs> so thank you for reminding me. I mean, my God. <laughs> uh, this castle also has a rooftop cabana for Nyak, and, of course, a massive garage for Jin's collection of classic Corvettes that he definitely knows how to drive. <laughs> That's right. We can't take these out, everybody. <laughs> we could get rain on them. What about if you need to drive Obsidian to the hospital in one of your fancy Corvettes? No, that's what... That, yes. uh, I'm sorry. Is this Corvette that's parked in the back? It's the only ones that can take <laughs> Obsidian to the doctor. Uh, Obsidian can give birth in the trunk of the Buick. <laughs> the Buick, brother. Classic. <laughs> A baby Buick, yes. Um, and of course, that brings us to the present. So, you three are all in this beautiful garden, breathing in the exotic flower bouquets that waft by on the gentle breeze. Jins, you are on an official date with Prince Aster, and you two are sitting on a large bench. 
Nearby, the prince's parents, Albin and Bleeker, chaperone you from beneath a large parasol held aloft by a small army of massive bumblebee butlers. You see this parasol kind of just hovering above them, providing shade, uh, and they're just kind of sternly watching you and, and Aster. Uh, and meanwhile, Onyx, you and Nyak are poised nearby, waiting for a signal from Jens. Because you see, you two aren't here just to be the third and fourth wheels on Jen's date, like you normally are. We're going to rob them. <laughs> oh my god. In a manner of speaking, <laughs> you came here for a very specific reason. Totally cool. And that reason is, today, in this garden, Jens Lindell is going to propose to Aster Starsage. <laughs> Whoa. Oh, a lovable robbery. A long con. Okay. <laughs> the longest con. <laughs> Till death do us con. <laughs> Jins, uh, you are seated next to Aster on this uh, ornate bench. Uh, it's wrought iron, painted white. It's lovely. Uh, and your pocket is a very special ring. Uh, and now, as you are fumbling for this ring, uh, preparing for the moment, I want you to tell me how you do this and how you signal to Onyx and Nyak. Um, I think I keep trying to be romantic, um, but then I keep uh, hearing the buzzing and looking over um, at his parents. Do his his parents have to not like me, right? What what is what am, what vibes am I getting from them? Uh, go ahead and roll a uh, perception or insight. Okay. Yeah, are these killer bees? Are they planning something? <laughs> uh, but these are bumblebee butlers. Sixteen. Uh, Sixteen. Um, yeah, you see, so they're beneath this parasol. These butlers, uh, they are bumblebees, but they are butlers. Uh, they do wear little top hats and little bow ties. Okay. Um, and they're kind of like circling so that the, the parasol is spinning slightly. Uh, and it's got like a, a parachute pattern on it. So it's got this like nice uh, visible effect. Um, but with a 16, you see that uh, Albin and Bleeker um, are reserving judgment. They are not sold on you, Jens. Got uh, it. They, they're supporting Aster. Uh, they're supporting Aster's pursuit. Um, but, you know, they're specifically looking for someone to inherit the crown one day. So right. uh, they need to size you up a little more. Okay. Um, I'll cast invisibility on myself and go eavesdrop on what they're saying. <laughs> okay. Don't get too close. Whatever they hate about Jens, I can try to backpedal on. <laughs> Um, okay, so you're you're going over to where uh, Albin and Bleeker are under the parasol. But I am wearing a very heavy perfume. <laughs> does it smell like roses or does it smell like something else entirely? <laughs> Lavender, and I hide in a rose bush. <laughs> you see, uh, uh, Albin. Isn't, isn't it wonderful to be here, uh, uh, Aster, amongst all of the... Lavender scented rose bushes, so <laughs> romantic. The buzzing is loud, is it? Is it not? <laughs> <laughs> it's just—it's like trying to talk over a drill. Oh I, yes, you get used to the buzzing after a while. Right. It's yes. why everyone in my family speaks so loudly because of our bumblebee butlers. Right. It is a a lot to get used to, but I'm sure that you will manage. I will manage indeed. Um, <laughs> so listen, Aster, um, I, I think this has been going exceptionally well. We've really connected on multiple levels. Um, 
all of the notes we've uh, sent to each other uh, via our various assistants that you pay for. <laughs> and, you know, we might come from different sides of the tracks. You are extremely wealthy, whereas I grew up merely upper class um, before <laughs> I was uh, destitute. It took me a lot to get used to, yes. Yeah, I know. And I'm a little rough around the edges. Um, when I drink my tea, I only put up um, one pinky, whereas I see that uh, you put up all of your fingers and sort of use your thumb in an exceedingly fancy way that I don't know exactly how you balance it. <laughs> it is years of concentration. I would go into the schoolroom... And Bumblebee teacher would watch as I balanced three teacups on my head full of hot scalding tea. And that is how I became the little gentleman you see before you. Is and everyone here a bee? <laughs> <laughs> there are, you do I'm see just... that all the groundskeepers are also bees. Uh, there's like... This is... Nayak is uh, aiming his arrow wildly. <laughs> <laughs> this is insane. Trying to trace because, the path. This is insane because I, I we've We've been dating for a while, and I just now I'm noticing all the bees. There's just a lot of bees. I am fan- I am wearing so much perfume. They are coming after me. <laughs> <laughs> they are trying to pollinate me. <laughs> There's, um, yeah, you see, Onyx, uh, your your cover is totally blown because one of these giant bees just lands on nothing and starts rubbing its back legs on you. <laughs> Stop it fresh. <laughs> um, but yes, Aster, the reason I asked you to meet me here uh, is for a special occasion indeed. For I am asking you to join my hive. Flash dance! <laughs> um, and I stand back and I begin waving wildly to Nyak and Onyx. <laughs> I emerge, but I forget to get rid of my invisibility. <laughs> Where's Onyx? She's exceedingly important, Nyak. I uh, so I'm I'm here wildly throwing glitter from a pouch, yelling for Onyx. Onyx, Onyx, you're ruining it. I'm you're blowing it. Where are you? I'm doing the glitter. You're blowing it. The glitter trick, Onyx, quickly. Don't I'm pull glitter. Oh, the bees I'm hate here. glitter. The bees hate glitter. The bees are freaking out. They're yelling. Nyak is getting stung by bees. As you're throwing glitter, Onyx gets caked in it, so she's invisible. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! It's a glitter monster! It's a glitter! We've summoned something! <laughs> what? <laughs> We've summoned something! Um, I wildly swing at Onyx with a sword. <laughs> Come at me. <laughs> so, just a, a cyclone of bees starts swarming around. <laughs> As you <laughs> slug glitter onyx. Uh, and with that... <laughs> what? I was trying to help you propose! <laughs> what? I, I'm sorry. Yes. Uh, and then I turn to Aster and I go, this was all planned to show that I will protect you from all manners of monster, whether they be glitter demons or otherwise. Um, and then I get down on one knee and I propose. Nyack starts beatboxing. I don't think your knee is touching the ground. Oh, well, I don't want to get dirty. Nyak, <laughs> could you, would you mind, actually? I, I, I uh, immediately stand back up. Nyak is going to propose on my behalf. Nyak? <laughs> Nyak goes to both knees and says, will you please marry my brother? Do him this honor. Uh, you see that uh, Aster looks overcome. Uh, and his parents kind of both uh, raise uh, their noses uh, and, and look on as to what is going to happen. 
But before we get to that, we are going to flash back to three days earlier. You three are all chilling at your private castle when you hear Prince Aster knocking loudly on the door. Over the intercom, you hear him shout, Jens, Onyx, Nyak, come quickly. I'm afraid I have most dreadful news. I don't move and I look at everyone else to see if we are moving or ignoring. I'm not interested. This is super dramatic. Why would we? Even delivery, I get it brought to my room. I would rush if he said I have happy news. That sounds great. You change the keys on the front door. (laughs) I just, here's the thing. And let me, and I I say this quietly just to Nyak and Onyx. I love all of the parts about being in a relationship that are all like the good things. But did you, there's some bad things too. And like, like having to be there for someone. Yes, I would, ju- and I would just prefer not to do that part of it. Does that make sense? It mm. makes perfect sense to me, who who has experienced much of it. <laughs> uh, yeah, I I wasn't ready for all this, and uh, that's why I'm not in a re- relationship. Right. I, I think- Hello, I let myself in. I found the key <laughs> oh, under oh. the mat. <laughs> Damn it, Nyak. We were all just getting up. Why can't you remember where to bring your key with you if you only wore pants with pockets? I lock my door. (laughs) Nyak skitters away to the roof. Uh, Jens is on a chase lounge and just goes, oh, my dear, I was about to go um, open the door for you. Um, No, I understand you're very busy. Is that a, a, a bowl of... What is that on your lap, that big bowl of something? This is a bowl of wine. <laughs> <laughs> a regular cup, just it just doesn't cut it. I cast invisibility on myself, come out, grab my straw from the bowl of wine, and then bring just my straw back into my room. <laughs> well, uh, it's a good thing I brought my own straw, because I certainly need a drink. As I mentioned before on the intercom, I have terrible news. Jins, Onyx, if you're somewhere, and Nyak, my parents are cutting me off. Nyak hops in through the window. Whoa. (laughs) Oh, this is, um... Onyx emerges, but no one sees her. This is terrible. Why, Why would they do that? Well, I asked them the same thing during my daily tantrum. And it turns out that unless I get engaged by the end of the week, they said they'd put a hold on all my credit cards, including the unlimited adamantium card I gave you, Jennifer. Oh, that's kind of a no-go for me. (laughs) They haven't even thought... Does anyone else think this is kind of rude that they haven't mentioned this to me at all? That card is the one we use to watch Friends reruns. Yes. I really would hate to lose that. You're paying for Friends reruns? We No. Are you buying it on Amazon every time you watch it? No, we don't stream it. We like to have the physical media, Onyx. Yeah, I I really... I I hate streaming quality. It has to be perfect. And it needs to be a new disc. We don't want any skips. One time we rewatched it uh, a few times and there was a little skip at one time. It was how you doing and that's just unacceptable. It was lost. It's lost in translation when Joey doesn't get it out clean like that. (laughs) (laughs) Yes, so we all understand how dire this situation is. It's it's totally unfair. I will kill your parents if you need. Did you say you'd kill my parents? (laughs) Yeah. You commit regicide. Is that not what you are coming to ask for? 
Well, they are the kings of an entire country of people, and you would kill them? You would uh, commit to that political instability? Oh, I, I'm sorry. I thought, no. I thought I was seeing you where you were coming to. We thought maybe... I was responding to what you said. Okay. It was your idea to kill yes. your We want to no, support no, no. you in killing your parents yes. if that's what you want to you do. You brought up that idea and I mirrored it. My dear, if you want us to assassinate your parents, we will do that for you. <laughs> But I will warn you, they do a lot of work, and you are going to need to hire some people to do that work. I thought it was weird, but I have been like living rent-free, and I'm really used to it, so I'm willing to meet you there. Oh, no, we're all very dependent people, uh, and I don't think that I could get rid of my parents, because, yes, uh, I depend on them for pretty much everything. So I've come up with another solution. Jins, all you have to do is pull off a huge, perfect proposal, and then I think that would get them off my case for at least another year or two. Can I get it? Can I do an insight check if uh, he's just making this up to get proposed to? Oh <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, go for it. Okay, shout out to the two crew, and I have a <laughs> yes. plus one to insight. <laughs> <laughs> That's a three. Um. This is the first time you've seen Aster. <laughs> you don't know who this guy is. You keep leaving the room, honestly. We don't even know you. You got me here demanding a proposal? And demanding we kill your parents? You stranger? <laughs> we don't even know who they are. We, yeah, everyone, we, we, we do. I'm so sorry, Aster. This is... Um, no, no, it's okay. And, like, here's the thing. I don't know if I'm totally ready to settle down either. I know this is a lot, but... I think that this could really help solve our situation for now. I mean, sure, I've got a couple other boyfriends on the side who would be super devastated if we got proposed. But you know what? I think that this is our best shot at, at keeping this situation going. Okay, hold on. Who, uh, now, What? normally I don't care about this sort of thing, but who, you have other boyfriends? Well, sure, just, you know, a, a couple of people I see every once in a while when you're busy. You're, you're busy quite a lot. It's like finding out that the cow has other nipples that the milk is going out of. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's just how, how much money do you spend on them, Aster? <laughs> <laughs> well, all right. You know what, babe? I'm so sorry. I thought you might react like this. They're only on mithril cards. You're on an adamantium. So you're Thank still you. number one, babe. You're all still right. number one. That's fine. Look. <laughs> but here's um, the thing. You know what? I think that maybe this could be good for us. Maybe we should take the next step. Who knows? Maybe this proposal is what we need for our relationship. And no matter what, it just turns me into the king, essentially. Co-kings. Co we would be co-kings, it's true. Uh, that is, of course, if my parents buy the proposal, because they're the final step. So here's how this has to work. Um, Ilivasian custom dictates that the suitor of the crown prince must prove their dedication by forging an engagement ring in the fires of Mount Trimony. Otherwise, the engagement won't be viewed as legally binding. And then once you've got that ring, you've got to wow my parents with it. It's kind of a two-step operation here. And unless you've got a better plan, I think that's the only way to make this work and to keep us all just fully flush with cash and not having to worry about any single problem in our life ever. Ooh, that would be great to get back to that, because as you're talking about all of this stuff, it just sounds like a lot of work. But it's just so much. We can as as long as I still have the card for now, I can get us some JetBlue flights to <laughs> oh. this place where we we can get the ring. Yes, yes, of course. So you will you'll venture to Mount Trimony. 
And forge the perfect ring so we can keep riding my parents' coattails? If JetBlue goes there. I missed everything but JetBlue. I'm in. I have already booked a private JetBlue flight. (laughs) A private JetBlue flight? My God. (laughs) I had to be on the phone for a very long time. Well, a Bumblebee butler had to be on the phone for a very long time booking this flight. Uh, But they did manage to get one that goes to this cursed volcano uh, to the north. Are we sitting mint? (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> yes, uh, of course. I would not. I would not subject you to anything lesser than mint. Thank you. <laughs> well, then, all right. Uh, do you have any more questions for me, or do you want to get prepared? Oh, we're going now. I thought this was like go in a couple months or something. This is happening <laughs> now today. No, the engagement needs to happen by the end of the week. So you've got about a day to prepare, and then you need to fly out the next day after that, and then the proposal will happen on the third day. I have totally spaced. Annex. <laughs> looks at her invisible hands and wonders, am I ready to rule? (laughs) Well, I wouldn't be marrying you, but you would definitely be like, I don't know, are you actually related? I'm not sure, but you'd be like a baroness or something. What does the co-king's little brother become? (laughs) You would be... Co-queen with me. (laughs) The the co-queens, yes. Nyak sheds a tear. (laughs) Once we are kings, I can bestow any title you wish upon you. Co-queen is perfect. (laughs) Co-queen works for me. Yes. (laughs) Very good. Well, then, uh, if there's nothing else, then I'll leave you to prepare for your journey. Very well. Um, We're just going to, I'm just going to put my shoes on. I'm going to book a wax appointment. (laughs) Should I put the key back under the mat or can I take this or what? Uh, You can just give it to me. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) (laughs) Aster gives you the key and then like swoops in for like a very cold peck. <laughs> I, after he cold pecks me, I, I go, huh, I bet your other boyfriends don't show that kind of passion. <laughs> uh, he thinks about saying something witty, but then just smiles and says, no, no, they don't. <laughs> Um, and then he departs. Uh, and now it is time for me to explain how the next phase of this adventure is going to work. Oh, hell yeah. So the proposal needs to happen in three days, which gives you a day to prepare before heading to Mount Trimony. However, instead of role-playing your preparations for that day, we're going to skip ahead to the day of the mission. But at any point during the adventure, you can flash back to the day before and explain something that you prepared. For example, say you take a fall from the top of a tower. Instead of plummeting to your death, you can use your flashback to say you prepared a scroll of feather fall. In some cases, I'll make you roll to see how the preparations went. Uh, in that case, I might say you had to convince a wizard to make the scroll for you, uh, and you'd have to roll a persuasion check for the wizard. Uh, otherwise, I'll just let you do it. Um, but yeah, uh, if you succeed, we return to the present, and then you now have the feather fall scroll. Does that all make sense? Yep. Yes. Great. Uh, So I'm going to say you have two flashbacks you can use uh, during the course of this adventure. And now that that's explained, let's get to it. So uh, you hop aboard this private jet blue flight. Uh, The pilot looks so worried, so nervous. (laughs) Uh, Come on in. Uh, This is... You know, not something we normally do, but, um, you know, uh, Prince Aster requested it, so here we go. We're flying to a volcano. Oh, yeah, d- don't worry. I don't I don't think that he's going to be giving birth anytime soon, if that's <laughs> what you're concerned about. 
Oh uh, my goodness. Can I be the co-pilot because I'm about to be a co-queen and I need a little co-experience? That would be if great. If there's because- a small stool that I could sit behind the co-pilot, <laughs> co-queen, because uh, I will be her um, co-queen as could well. Could we be co-pilots? Yeah. <laughs> and also, I, I noticed that you said that Prince Aster asked for this. Just know that I'm also going to be the king soon. So anytime you would thank... Uh, Prince Aster, you could just thank me because we're dating. Does that make sense? Uh, of course, yes. Pretty um, much anytime we meet someone, it's a status negotiation. Right. And also <laughs> you know? just like, you could just give me blue chips, like as soon as you see me. Like if you see me, just blue <laughs> chips, okay? All right. Well, if, if the co-pilots wouldn't mind flying the plane, I can come back with the blue chips. Excellent. Because uh, I, the, will, I will wait on my brother. I will find the blue chips. <laughs> yes, Nyak. <laughs> Nyak understands how to do this. <laughs> the, the flight attendants did all quit when they found out that we were flying this airplane to a volcano. Uh, so, yes, I will need to be the flight attendant as well, or Nyak, uh, as co-pilot if you want to do that. That would be really swell. Thank you so Nyack much for helping out. has lifted up the flotation device off of the seat and search for the blue chips. <laughs> Onyx is just pressing every button on this airplane, Where's turning it into a press variety the blue, of... <laughs> press, the, press the chip button. Press the chip button, please. I press every blue button. <laughs> um, give me a... Give me an intelligence check. I want to see if you crash this airplane. Okay. <laughs> Nineteen. Nineteen. <laughs> I have plus zero to intelligence. Whoa! Wow! It's just all inherent. It's just all in there. Um, you somehow managed to press every button in the correct order uh, and fly this plane <laughs> perfectly. I'm um, really good in a position of authority. <laughs> uh, you see that the, the captain has passed out from fear, uh, so it is entirely up to you to fly and land this plane. <laughs> that is not evolutionarily a strong response to fear. <laughs> damning. Damning biological mechanism. It's been out for hours. This is not okay. <laughs> uh, this plane was supposed to go to Duluth. It was not supposed to go to a volcano. Uh. <laughs> um, so yes, uh, Onyx takes over, uh, and with the help of her uh, Coco captain, she flies the plane uh, right up to uh, Mount Trimini, which is this massive active volcano to the north of Ilovas. Uh, as you approach, the air grows thick and hot, and the sky grows dark. Uh, eventually, Onyx uh, jams the console and presses four buttons simultaneously, and the plane nosedives through the clouds. Just a handprint of buttons <laughs> pressed in. <laughs> I'm learning so much from my Coco captain. <laughs> I just have no idea what's going on because I have noise canceling headphones on. I have a sleep mask on, and I'm swaddled in a blanket. Um, and I'm just sitting there in first class, ignoring everyone. Can I hijack his bl- the Bluetooth on his phone and start playing different music? <laughs> sure. <laughs> I was listening to Sugar Ray. And now you're listening to a different Sugar Ray song. Yes, what is, what is this noise? Uh, you see that the pilot is woken up and is texting uh, their partner that if they never see them again, that they love them and they're sorry for everything. Uh, airplane mode, my man. <laughs> you're Come right. On, Be safe. You're, right. you're the so one who's sorry. making the. You're the one who's making the plane crash. This dude has his phone. It's my it's liege, it's I'm it's so sorry. My future liege, I apologize. Thank he you. He kisses your boots. <laughs> he starts feeding you blue chips. That's my job. <laughs> <laughs> it's, 
Uh, Nayak, as you and the captain are fighting over who gets to feed Jin's chips, uh, you see that Onyx has successfully pulled out of her nosedive and leveled out the plane. Uh, you dip through a roiling bank of clouds. I started to dive when I fucked with your phone. <laughs> Uh, and then suddenly, uh, you see the mountain in full view. Uh, from above, the volcano's mouth is shaped like a glowing heart, from which pulsing streams of magma trickle like massive arteries. Uh, eventually, the plane uh, crashes in front of a smooth humanoid-crafted platform. Uh, Onyx, you, you did your best, but you did not figure out how to put down the landing gear. <laughs> Actually, you know what? No, that's not fair. Uh, give me another roll to see if you put down the landing gear. Uh, what kind of roll? Just another intelligence roll. Can I help as the Coco captain? <laughs> Absolutely. But you will have to stop feeding Jin's chips. <laughs> Fifteen. I walk away saying, he doesn't like the broken ones. I don't. <laughs> what is this half chip? <laughs> <laughs> Only full chips for my brother. Three corners. Uh, give me a full chip. Open a new bag. Three corners. <laughs> yes, sir. Of you course. You fool. <laughs> <laughs> you see the captain starts like licking broken chips so that they can be fused back together <laughs> now that is how you do it <laughs> uh, would you get onyx 15 cool uh yeah oh, great that's that's perfect yeah you uh get the landing gear down at the last minute uh and the plane lands on this small smooth humanoid crafted platform um, and as it does, uh, you see several explorers way further down the mountain go, Boo! Climb up like regular adventurers! Boo! I eldritch smite them. Ah! <laughs> or eldritch <laughs> They all fall into magma. <laughs> How dare you speak like that to your future king and the co-queens? I'm sorry, they are speaking over Mark McGrath, and it was so... <laughs> in the morning, we just want to fly. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that, that's the thing, is now I'm listening to every morning, and at first I was upset because I was listening, and I just want to fly. It was too on the nose before. Right, yeah. The, the pilot feeds you a chip and says, very just, my king, very just. <laughs> See, now I like you. You're, you're coming along with us. <laughs> Uh, so you uh, eject one of those fun emergency slides from the plane, and you all exit the aircraft, uh, and you come before this uh, perfectly smooth doorway-sized recess into the mountain. Uh, however, there doesn't seem to be any way to actually enter this recess. Uh, the stone is completely solid and unmarked, save for a small carving of a flat hand uh, about chest height. It looks like a, uh, a stone carving of, like, a palm open hand. The one who would be destined to be king. I confidently put my hand on the door. Before he can do that, I put a Butterfinger <laughs> into it. Ah, smushed it! Ooh, that could be something. <laughs> you see uh, that there is now a big chocolate smear uh, on this sacred stone hand. Huh. Interesting. Uh, but nothing else happens. Uh, I guess we'll uh, inspect it. Cool, yeah. You want to do investigation? Yeah. Cool. I got an 11. I got a 7. Mm, an 11 and a 7. <laughs> <laughs> Ooh, Nyak got uh, an 18. 18. <laughs> Incredible. Um, so after Onyx puts the, the BB uh, on Jin's hand, uh, you two start squabbling and just spreading the BB around even more. Where, where is my, my, my napkin bag? 
<laughs> oh, Nyack pats frantically different pockets. <laughs> Gloves, glitter. Oh my God, we forgot the napkin <laughs> bag. I, I have it. I have it, brother. <laughs> Nyack sprints to the plane. No, you're the one who has to figure it out, Nyack. <laughs> Nyack halts, dropping the glove bag, dropping another bag, <laughs> spilling glitter. He slips a little bit and rushes back. Um, Nyack, you run into the plane, grab some cocktail napkins, uh, and then yeah. you try and rub uh, the BB goo off of the door. Uh, Nyack is you... flustered. <laughs> so flustered. Uh, but as you do, you see that like a little bit of the BB goo is like sticking to a invisible raised script. It seems like there was like letters written on this hand, but written in like an invisible script, like an invisible embossed script uh, that you couldn't see previously. But now that you've applied this goo, uh, this chocolate residue, uh, you can read the words. Wow. Uh, and they say, to enter, give the door a ring. Okay. To enter, give the door a ring. Uh, I take a ring off my hand. I put it on the finger. I say ding dong as that happens. <laughs> <laughs> we never know which was right. <laughs> <laughs> um, yes, as you do this simultaneously, uh, the ring sinks into the stone uh, and comes to rest on the ring finger of the stone hand. Uh, but nothing happens, and then, uh, Nayak, you say ding-dong, and then a, like, <laughs> slit of light appears uh, midway through the door, uh, and it opens. Co-queens. Co-queens. <laughs> <laughs> uh, actually, since we are uh, co-queens, I'm going to go ahead and cast crown of stars, and I now have a crown of stars floating around my head. <laughs> what does that do? Um, I can throw them at people. <laughs> Very fun. Very fun. <laughs> but my craterous moon face now is orbited by stars. Nyak is walking really, really close to Onyx, like just trying to get one to swoop around his head a little bit. And I give him one. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't know how the spell works, probably. I mean, I definitely can't end the spell. I'm asking you if I can give him one. Yeah, I guess it would be like you're doing a very bad job attacking him with one of the stars. Okay, so I give him one of my seven stars. Oh, uh, Nyak, tears stream out of both of his eyes. <laughs> but it's a really slow orbit around your head. Jens goes, huh, um, who needs a magic crown when you're about to get a real one? Uh, but you could tell he's furious. <laughs> I don't give him one. <laughs> My arms are crossed and I'm just silent. <laughs> the thing is that that insult really worked on Nyack and he just kicks a pebble. The trip is just miserable. <laughs> I take my star back. <laughs> I take it back for nothing. <laughs> this crowd just, is tearing us apart. <laughs> just a squabbling couple, just like quietly having a terrible adventure. If we can't handle a magic fake crown of stars, how are we going to handle our various crowns? That's true. How are we going to slowly take over the kingdom for our own purposes? <laughs> Um, as you have this argument, uh, you do start to feel uh, the churning heat of this live volcano blister against your skin. Um, why doesn't everybody give me a constitution save? Yikes. Oh, dear. Fuck. Uh, eight total. Okay. I also got an eight. Oh. Eight twins. 
What did you get, Nyak? Eight? I guess it was fate. Oh, God, I forgot I have a minus one to constitution. <laughs> <Okay>. Still? <laughs> yeah. Uh, ten. Ten. Um, okay, you all take uh, 18 points of fire damage. Yikes. Um, but you do see that these stone doors have fully opened now, uh, and it does feel like it's slightly cooler inside. Okay. Jens has a really elaborate layered outfit on that he refuses <laughs> to take off. It just wouldn't look right. You see the pilot's like, sir, would you like me to remove one of your leather capes? No, don't touch that. <laughs> I slap his hand. You're on chip duty. <laughs> Allow me to take one cape, sir. Focus on the chips. You just got the, you just figured out the chips thing, okay? <laughs> I will continue gluing chips, sir. Onyx is going to dust off her pantsuit um, and do healing hands on herself. <laughs> oh, okay, great. Um, cool. So you're doing that. Uh, are you ready to enter this chamber? Yeah. Yes. Awesome. Uh, so after uh, getting just a quick sunburn, uh, you enter and see a small but beautifully adorned jewelry store. Whoa. Directly in front of you is a glass display case full of rings at which two robed figures are hunched. To your left is a stone door with another hand carving on it. And to your right is what appears to be an employee bathroom. Hmm. Above you, a stone banner reads, Welcome to Jared Jular's Galleria of Wonders. Um, and as you step into the room, the two robe figures rise and remove their hoods. You see that they have tusks tipped with gold and silver, respectively, and rings of shining metal painted on their foreheads. Uh, the one with the silver ring steps forward. Hello, and welcome to Jared Jalar's. My name is Sterling, and this is my associate, Karat. Can we help you with anything? Or are you perhaps here to see Lord Jared? We... Yes. Onyx looks at Jens and says, It's not my wedding, and goes to use the bathroom. <laughs> <laughs> Onyx, what the hell? <laughs> did, Incredible. Did I do anything, Nyak? <laughs> what, I, what just happened? Um, I, You know, I have to use the bathroom, too. This helping with the wedding is yeah. kind of a, a best man thing, and I don't know if anybody's been named the best man yet. Nyak kicks a pebble towards the bathroom right. and walks away. <laughs> Yes, and it's it's right over there. Um, it's a single stall, but knock yourself out. Uh, you you look like you're perhaps uh, in charge here. Uh, would you like to have a visit with uh, the divine craftsman, Lord uh, Jared Jular? Uh, yes. Uh, tell him that future king Jens Lindell uh, has arrived for his appointment. Kings can do that. They can just say they have an appointment, and they have an appointment. Hmm. Um, you see that. <laughs> <laughs> Sterling looks down at a piece of paper um, and does not see your name written there, but also doesn't want to hurt your feelings, so just shrugs and lets it go. <laughs> of course! Um, I can see that he doesn't believe me, and I'm just, like, <laughs> smiling with watery eyes. <laughs> just dead on the inside. Yes, you are very important. I'm, I agree. I'm good and important, sir. You're very important and good. <laughs> yes, indeed. Um Unfortunately, I will say, if you are a first-time customer, uh, we do require you to make at least one purchase before you meet with Lord Jared. 
The Divine Craftsman is a very busy person, so we need to make sure that you're serious about creating a ring with us. So um, when your friends get out of the bathroom, we'll take you over to the display booth, uh, and we can show you what rings we have for purchase. I would love to purchase something. Nyx <laughs> walks out of the bathroom with uh, <laughs> toilet paper attached to his bare foot. <laughs> oh, God. Do you guys want to quickly give me uh, perception checks or investigation checks uh, yeah. for the bathroom? Oh. Jins, you're not allowed. All right, I'm not in there. Okay. Ooh. 10. Cool. <laughs> I got a 19. 19. All our characters are morons. <laughs> <laughs> I, didn't put, I didn't put anything into perception or insight or for Onyx. So Onyx, <laughs> you just go in, uh, drop trial and do your business, but Nyak... No, uh, I go in and I I have a little tear to myself. <laughs> a little tear? Mm-hmm. What? <laughs> Why? <laughs> <laughs> just like when got, Onyx... <laughs> insulted me in front of strangers and then go in and pretend to cry, you maniac? Nyak walks in and says, Onyx, are you okay? <laughs> It's just, I know that you and Jens are so much closer because you are actually related to each other and you're going to be the best man, but I thought I would at least be a groomsman, but he hasn't said anything yet. I came in here myself to have a cry because I I thought I was his best man. I thought I would be walking my brother down the aisle, but he hasn't said he hasn't said word one about it. He's just like you have each other, but who will I ever be the best man for? You know? Sometimes it feels like we're supposed to have each other, but but the absence of having each other feels like an even greater loss. <laughs> it's just so messed up. It's okay. so messed up. Okay. I uh, produce one huge tear and then shake it off. <laughs> <laughs> Nyak <laughs> Nyak in the reflection of this enormous tear you see something tucked behind the toilet um, and when you go to inspect Wait, I am crying and you're looking at something in the reflection of my tear I was not I was not <laughs> I didn't. I was just noticing that it smelled in here, and whoever used the bathroom before us didn't flush. So I'm gonna, I'm gonna kick the toilet uh, knob down. Okay. So Nyak, when you go to kick the toilet knob, uh, you do find tucked behind the toilet this weathered copy of the book "Fool's Gold to Cool's Gold: A Smelter's Guide to Smithing." Wow. This is really heavy-duty toilet paper. We should take it back home. <laughs> Good girl. I am sick of the silk ones that we are using. <laughs> um, is there any more confessions you want to do in the bathroom, or are you ready to poke your head out? I'm ready to leave. Okay. <laughs> oh, and another... Oh, you're gone. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, I'm feeling better. I'll see you out there. <laughs> There's two people that have so much in common if they wanted to. <laughs> We were just complaining about our own shit. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, Nyak, I will say, with this book, uh, you can get advantage on uh, tool checks. Excellent. Uh, which is basically like, unless you have a proficiency with something, you'll just roll uh, your raw intelligence stat. Cool. Cool. So you all duck back out, and you see that Jins is already uh, sizing up all the rings in the display case. Uh, you see that Sterling and, and Carrot are kind of poised, hovering over you, ready to answer any questions. Um, and with that, I will send you a list of rings that you can choose from. Ooh. I'm going to put it in the chat. Great. Fun. 
So yeah, just uh, you can each choose one ring. That's all it takes. Uh, you won't be able to use the elevator otherwise. It's kind of our little in-house security system. You see that Karat nods as well. All right. Wow. Take your time, though. I'm going to go to the bathroom and just make sure that it's still looking uh, tip-top shape in there. It is now. <laughs> <laughs> um, cool. So I sent you the list. Um, why doesn't everybody tell me which number ring you're choosing? And then I'll read a quick description for the audience. I will do number four because it looks the most expensive. Mmm. A small jeweler's loop is set atop this ornate gold ring. Excellent choice. Uh, you see that uh, Karat presents the ring to you. Onyx, what will you choose? Um, I will choose number eight for no reason. <laughs> <laughs> this ring glows with a golden light and emits a light crackling noise. Uh, you see uh, Karat reaches in and grabs this ring for you. It slides right onto your finger, uh, and you feel kind of like an arcane tingle. Uh, Nyak, what about you? I choose ring number five, as I have a secret plan to gift this ring to my brother on his <laughs> wedding day when I'm named best man, and I think it will make him smile. <laughs> <laughs> Jens avoids his gaze. <laughs> A smiling face is carved into this thick silver band. Uh, you take that one, uh, you place it on your finger, and you see that uh, the eyes of the smiling face kind of alight up as soon as it's on you. Uh, and Jens... Jens will love that. <laughs> I sneer at his ring. Knight <laughs> puts his hand in his pocket. <laughs> awesome. Uh, so you see Sterling inspects to make sure that you're all wearing the rings. Says, all right, if you've got the rings on, uh, you're good to go. You can just go press the palm over by the elevator and it'll let you down into the forge chamber. Good luck. We appreciate it. Your customer service was outstanding. Four stars out of five. Thank you. <laughs> Four. I didn't really talk to you. <laughs> That's why you didn't talk to Onyx. <laughs> I, I deeply apologize. Would you like some blue chips? <laughs> That'll bump you up to a 4.5, my friend. <laughs> <laughs> very good. Uh, you see they bring you blue chips, but they are just so crumbly. They're just Ooh. very small little jagged pieces. Nyak <laughs> throws the bag on the ground. <laughs> you insult us. <laughs> I understand. All right. All right. We need to go. <laughs> I, I go and I, uh, uh, we go use the uh, door. Cool. You place uh, your palms on this elevator door, uh, and you see, like, now that you have the ring on it, you place your palm there, and then when you remove your palm, you see that there is a corresponding glowing band on the ring finger of this stone palm, uh, and the door opens, and you hear a ding, ding, ding as you three enter. And as we are descending in the elevator, I will read what the curses on each of your rings do. Oh, no. Curses? <laughs> <laughs> But don't worry, it's also a boon. You get a blessing and you also get a curse. Wow. Okay. <clears throat> so, uh, Jins, you took number four, which is the Ring of Cursed Focus. Huh? Uh, you gain expertise with all tools, but permanently have the Bane spell cast on you for all other ability checks. Oh, no. Um, oh, and one more thing that uh, Sterling mentioned while you were up there is that these rings will remain on you until you successfully propose. Oh, no. So when we flash forward, you will still be wearing these rings for the proposal. <laughs> um, let's see. Uh, oh, Nyak, you chose the ring of Cursed Charisma. Oh. Uh, a smiling face carved onto a thick silver band. 
you get plus 10 to persuasion and minus 10 on all other ability checks. My, oh, <laughs> my God. We really should have switched rings, Nyak. I, what the hell am I going to do with tools? <laughs> and Onyx, Good Lord. This is my brother's ring. <laughs> yes, give me your stupid smiley face ring. He won't come off. You try to take them off, and they are uh, lodged firmly on your fingers. It's like you ate too many uh, jet blue chips. Damn it. And now your fingers are all salty, and the rings are stuck. I didn't have one. It's the stadium. Uh, Onyx, you chose the Ring of Cursed Magic. Um, you can cast any spell for free, but there's a 25% chance it will backfire. Any spell? Any spell that you have. Oh, okay. Yeah. Oh. Mm-hmm. As a warlock with only fifth level spells, this rules. <laughs> yeah, it rules until it doesn't, which is how <laughs> cursed items work. So you are all in this elevator. You see it's this uh, black metal elevator inlaid with these finely crafted gold embellishments. Um, and it slowly descends into the heart of the volcano. Uh, and as it reaches its destination, you hear a small as it thuds to the ground. And the doors creak open. And as they do, you are greeted by another blast of overwhelming heat. Uh, I need everyone to give me another constitution saving throw. Uh, Eight. Eighteen. (laughs) Fifteen. Okay, so Onyx, you pass. uh, Jins and Nyak fail. That's going to be uh, 12 damage from the heat. Um, So you are greeted by this sweltering blast of uh, volcanic air, um, but then you shake it off and you proceed into the divine forge of Jared Jalar. The room seems to be carved directly into the stone of the volcano. On your left, you see a large rock garden situated behind a waist-high metal fence. And to your right is an ash-gray tree from which dangle several shimmering fruits in a variety of colors. And directly in front of you is a massive wall of magma that feeds into a small lake. At the edge of this lake, you see a huge arcane forge being used by a figure in a set of ornately designed ring mail. Atop his head is a helmet framed by two golden horns that are so long they curve and connect in a perfect circle above his head. After a moment, the divine craftsman notices your presence and turns to face you. He grips his hammer tightly and points one of his sharp ringed fingers into your direction. So, another suitor has come to use the forge of Jared Jular to win the hand of the one they love. And let me just tell you, I am thrilled to hear that. Oh, so tell me, which of you is getting engaged, and who's the lucky partner? Tell me, spill it, you must dish for Jared. <laughs> that would be me, uh, Jens Lindell, future king. Current uh, boyfriend is a prince, uh, <gasps> soon will be the king. Haven't decided whether or not we're going to have to... 
the old parents, but it could be um, very soon that he's the king. It yes. could be very, Rossi very yes. soon. Could, let's just say that <laughs> regicide. Oh, I've seen it many a time. Inevitable. That's to be sure. <laughs> Nyack is itching for it. <laughs> <laughs> that is delightful to hear. Uh, again, I am uh, Jared, but you can call me Jared. Jared Jeweler is is my name, uh, and I must say it is an honor to have the future fiance of Ilavas here in my humble shop. I will gladly allow you to use my forge to craft an engagement ring for your beloved. So, uh, yes, if you're ready, please step right this way and I'll get you all set up. Excellent, yes. The um, ring your employees gave me um, cursed me into being able to use tools. So um, thank you so much for that. <laughs> cursed you with manual labor. Yes. <laughs> Indeed, yes. I'm very sorry about that, but it's just a small precaution to prevent thieves and also first-timers coming in here and just trying to craft a ring without there being any repercussions. We want this to be not just a jewelry shop, but a jewelry experience, if you will. Oh. Oh, yes, so, like a little bit of a prison in a way. Yes. <laughs> I get that. Kind of like a pottery studio and a prison put together is kind of what we're going I for. I see. I am cursed too, and I cast freedom of movement on myself with one of my invocations. <laughs> <laughs> wow, look at her go. Uh, I'm going to roll a d4. Uh, if I roll a one on the d4, uh, you will cast it on someone else. <laughs> okay. Oh, wow. That's a one. You cast it on uh, Jared. <laughs> Oh, look at me go. That's great. Uh, he starts doing squats. I'm a kiss What can I say? <laughs> um, so, yes, you see that uh, Jared is, is thrilled to help you craft this ring. And he walks you over to this arcane forge. Uh, and as he does, uh, he explains that the ring's power would be lost if anyone other than the suitor and the bridal party were to use the forge. Mm. Um, so he is going to walk you through how to use the forge, but he can't actually craft the ring himself. So as he explains this, uh, you walk over to this massive forge uh, at the edge of this fiery lake. Uh, and once you're there, he says... I will warn you that crafting such a ring is no simple task. So if you truly wish to prove your love, you must come forth and accept the trial of engagement. You said work, task, and trial. <laughs> this sounds like... Something the best man should do. They sound like a job for the best man. And yet, if one were to be named. And that yet, is the enthusiasm I wish to see. <laughs> Uh, Jen's um, quivering takes his gloves off and his extremely <laughs> soft hands are exposed and he goes yes I will forge it Nyack kicks an anvil <laughs> these are hands meant for rings not for ring crafting you have your work cut out for you well uh, again your employees cursed me so <laughs> fuck you I guess <laughs> It's all part of the fun. It's all part of the experience. <laughs> Tell your friends about Jared Jeweler's Gallery of Wonders, located in the middle of a volcano. <laughs> he slams his hammer. Now, let the trial begin. Everybody, let's go ahead and roll initiative. All right. 22. 19. 16. Okay. Um, so here's how this is going to work. So you three have to use Jared's Enchanted Forge to create a ring that the Prince of Ilavas and more importantly, his parents, will deem worthy of the crown. Jared is going to give you guidance on what steps to take, but he'll also be testing your dedication with a variety of trials and questions. Uh, you see Jared slams his hammer down on the anvil and shouts, 
Now let the forging begin! First, you will need to pick which gem and which metal to use. Jared gestures to the rock garden to the left and the ashen tree to the right. Nyak, why don't you and Onyx go pick a metal from the beetle pin and a gem from the stone tree? Jins, you stay here and gush with me about this wedding. I have questions. <laughs> okay, I go to the gem tree. Okay, Nyak, do you want to go to the beetle pin? Yes, I'll go to the beetle pen. I believe that the 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 base of the ring will be the first thing I decide. <laughs> Perfect. Uh, so we are going to start uh, with Jins, who got a 22. Um, Jins, you are just chilling here uh, with Jared, uh, waiting for your friends. You can either assist uh, one of the other triplets with their task, which is to go and either get one of these beetles or get one of these gems, mm. uh, or you can just kind of idly chat with Jared. It's up to you. Uh, I guess I'll go for the gem. Cool. Uh, so you also accompany Onyx over to the gems. Uh, and as this is all happening, you see that Jared is just kind of like slamming his hammer excitedly over and over again. Uh, and as that happens, uh, you see that cracks and fissures start to form in the ground. Uh, and these poosh, gushes of magma appear. And I'm going to need everyone to make... A dexterity saving throw. Saving throw, thank God. <laughs> 16. 19. 14. 14. Um, Onyx, you and Nyak are able to uh, deftly roll to the side uh, and just get kind of singed by this heat, but Jens, you're distracted by like all the potential you see here uh, for beauty and wonder and splendor, uh, and you walk face first into a magma plume. Um, I'm going to roll <laughs> ah! 66. Jesus Christ. Onyx practices disguise self to look like Jens in case <laughs> Jens dies. What are, what are you doing, Onyx? <laughs> right. I could work with this. Onyx, you look great. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. Jens, that's 24 damage for you. Jesus Christ. And then 12 damage for Nyak and Onyx. Oh, watch your step. Making a beautiful engagement ring is tricky work. <laughs> Why are you doing that? Through the fires of adversity comes the truest and purest love. We were just talking about this earlier. Our relationship's actually just going to be the good stuff. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you must take the good with the bad. You must take the lava with the ring. The fires of passion is all we're interested in. <laughs> fires of adversity, we are not doing. I'm sorry, but it's a total package sort of thing. Hmm. Mm. What if we don't have fiery passion and it's sort of cold passion? <laughs> then the ring you make will be shoddy. <laughs> and whoever you're presenting the ring to will know this fact and will judge you accordingly. Oh, no. <laughs> awesome. So that's going to bring us to Onyx. Uh, so Onyx, you and uh, Jens are now going over to this gym fruit tree. Let me walk over there with you. Um, I guess if I'm going to use my action to do the help action, can I bonus action healing word myself? For sure. Definitely. Great. I'll do it at a third level. Nice. So you go over to this uh, gem fruit grove uh, and you see growing from the stone floor, there's this tree with rock like bark and leaves like razors uh, and hanging from its branches. You see six shimmering gems in the shapes of fruit. Uh, there's a diamond, a sapphire, an emerald, a ruby, an amethyst and a pearl. Again, that's a diamond, a sapphire, an emerald, a ruby, an amethyst, and a pearl. And you see that uh, Jared, from his central position, says, Just pick one. We'll need it as the main gem for the engagement ring. So choose wisely. Um, 
can I use my maul to just kind of knock them all down? <laughs> I'm kidding. Um, I'll choose. <laughs> I look at Jens. What are you going to do? <laughs> Smile and then pick the pearl. <laughs> <What>? <laughs> <laughs> okay, I smile uncomfortably with tears in my eyes. Yes, that was the right choice. As you both go up uh, to pluck this pearl, um, you see that the tree kind of shakes its branches and comes to life uh, and takes swipes at both of you. What? How dare you? Oh, no. <laughs> the tree crit. It crit. The tree crit. Can I attack it? Does that count as my action to reach for the pearl? Uh, yeah, we're going to say it counts as your action. This is just kind of a hazard. This isn't a battle. Okay, well, I do I do have a bonus action, though, right? Yeah. Okay, sweet. Cool. So uh, I'm going to say that since Onyx was the one that reached for the pearl, I crit on Onyx. Um, and then, Jens, does an 18 hit you? 18 does not hit me. I have 19 armor class. Nice. Okay. So um, you, it, you see it gets two of these branches covered in razor sharp leaves and swipes at both of you. Uh, Jins, you're able to definitely dodge. Uh, but Onyx, since you were like reaching deep into the tree to get this pearl, uh, you take the brunt of it. Let me see what that's going to be. I'm able to avoid damage because I'm hiding behind Onyx. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, Onyx, you take 58 points of damage from all of these razor leaves striking your body. Okay. Um, so doing damage to this means nothing because I have two options to do damage and I'm pretty mad and want to do damage to the tree that hurt me. <laughs> Go ahead and do damage to it. Okay, I will Elish rebuke it mm-hmm. and I will also, that's my reaction uh, because I took damage and I will also use... Uh, take one of the stars orbiting my head as my bonus action, throw it at it. <laughs> awesome. Um, go ahead and roll damage. Okay. Uh, so, as a tree has to make a dexterity saving throw. Okay. Um, it's a tree, so its dexterity is not very good. Okay. <laughs> oh, no. That's another nat 20. Wow. Um, God, I can't believe I'm wasting all of my rolls on <laughs> Trinavale. Uh, well, it. it is still going to do probably because trees are vulnerable to fire, right? They are. Uh, yes. So it still does max damage. 33 fire damage and wow. 19 radiant damage. <laughs> Jesus my Christ. My star did 19 radiant damage. My hellish rebuke did uh, 33. Get that tree. Kill it. So. Kill the tree. <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, this is what I do. I fight. So <laughs> You see Jared's like, why are you? Beating up my tree. It Why did is your tree see it? Me. Your tree tried to fight question. her. You the tree started it. it. The, the tree started it. The tree out over here, man. Come on. Oh my god, it's part of the challenge. It's part of the challenge. It's fun. Are you having fun? Yes, and I rose to the challenge. You're part of the challenge, man. You know what is fun? Drinking wine out of a bowl and watching friends. Challenge accepted. <laughs> yeah, having an experience doesn't it doesn't mean it has to be a negative experience. Thank you. We can still it Thank can be you. experiential. You're all about this bad part of the relationship. Relationship, which we're just not <laughs> for that. You know what I mean? That's not that's not what the engagement if, is about. If one of us feels sad, the other two just ignore them and then they get over it. I've just I've been down here a long time. I guess maybe relationships have changed a little bit. Maybe it's not built on trust anymore. They're more autonomous. Yeah, no, They're yes. independent. My my brother can walk around his cars that he doesn't drive all day without talking to the prince. And I would and drive them, but we don't want to get rain on them. <laughs> We're not gonna get the rain on I brother, I would never ask you to you, get you rain want on them. Me rain to get is so rain unpredictable. On a, a camera? 
memory? Only when Obsidian gives birth. <laughs> and that and that will take my car. We'll take the Buick. You will do the Buick. I was gonna ask why you brought that pregnant moonicorn <laughs> down here. Does- I just never know when he's going to give birth, so I can't. You don't him. know. Do you want me to get some newspapers or something to lay down for him? I I look at Obsidian and see if he wants them. <laughs> 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 Interpret that to me what you want. <laughs> sure. Yes. You know what? Um. Here. You see, he's got like a bunch of uh, like jewelers monthlies like stacked in a corner, uh, and he spreads them out for <laughs> Obsidian. Uh, Onyx, why don't you go ahead and roll uh, a pregnancy check? <laughs> okay. Just a pure luck check, I guess. Nine. Nine. Um, you see that Obsidian is not crowning yet, but oh, it's coming. It's coming. <laughs> oh my not crowning yet? <laughs> crowning is like the end of birth. <laughs> the oh. contractions are getting closer and closer together. <laughs> Please get more newspaper. Wait, so he's giving birth right now? He's in labor? I would get some water, but it's very hot down here, so it's just going to be steam. I hope that's okay. Oh, the horn has to be painful. <laughs> Hey everybody, it's Emily here to talk to you about Mint Mobile. It's spring cleaning. We're getting rid of the things that don't serve us anymore, and you know what doesn't serve anyone? Expensive phone bills. If you'd like to declutter your finances, it's time to switch to Mint Mobile and get unlimited talk, text, and data for $15 a month. All plans come with high-speed data and unlimited talk and text delivered on the nation's largest 5G network. You can use your own phone and bring your phone number along with all your existing contacts. To get this new customer offer and your new three-month unlimited wireless plan for just 15 bucks a month, go to mintmobile.com pawpaw. That's mintmobile.com pawpaw. Cut your wireless bill to 15 bucks a month at mintmobile.com slash P-A-W-P-A-W. $45 upfront payment minimum required, equivalent to $15 a month. New customers on first three-month plan only. Speeds slower above 40 gigabytes on unlimited plan. Additional taxes, fees, and restrictions apply. See Mint Mobile for details. Goodbye, sweeties. Hey there, Nadpoles. This episode is brought to you by Aura Frames. Are you looking for the perfect gift to celebrate the moms in your life? Well, look no further. Aura Frames are the beautiful Wi-Fi connected digital picture frames that allow you to share and display unlimited photos. It's super easy to upload and share photos via the Aura app. And if you're giving an Aura as a gift, you can even personalize the frame with preloaded photos and memories. My mom, my mother-in-law, and my grandmother-in-law all have auras from me and they love them. So from grandmothers to new mothers, aunts, and even the friends in your life, every mom loves an aura frame named the best digital photo frame by Wirecutter and selected as one of Oprah's favorite things. Trademark, brother. Aura frames are guaranteed to bring joy to moms of all ages. They're easy to set up, they are the perfect gift, and they've got unlimited storage, unlimited photos and videos. You can invite as many people as you want to a frame. There are absolutely no hidden fees or subscriptions. How beautiful is that? And right now, Aura has a great deal for Mother's Day. Listeners can save on the perfect gift by visiting AuraFrames.com to get $30 off plus free shipping on their best-selling frame. That is Aura, A-U-R-A, frames.com. Use the code PAWPAW at checkout to save terms and conditions apply. Thank you, everybody. <laughs> um, so 
Onyx, you uh, attack this tree. You see that it's like almost about to fall over. You just like deliver this fiery blast that's so strong it even cuts through the rock-like bark of this magma tree. Um, and you see that like lava starts seeping out of it. It looks like with like one more good hit, this thing would fall. Naya, uh, shoot the tree! I start, I start juggling <laughs> one of my uh, stars, one of my six remaining stars. Um, Jins, were you helping on that turn, or did you want to take an action here? Oh, um, yeah. I mean, yeah. I'll I'll swing at the tree. <laughs> <laughs> All right, great. Go ahead and swing at the tree. <laughs> uh, this is. You see that Jared's kind of like when somebody in an escape room starts like pulling shit off the wall. <laughs> right. No, that's not necessary. We didn't ask for a hint. Um, I I rolled uh, with Bane. Um, I got uh, still a twenty-two. Ooh, wow. Uh, incredible. You hit the tree. Wow. Great. Yeah, it's good to be high level. Uh, ooh, that's 13 damage. Uh, that is enough. You see that the tree fully <laughs> topples over. <laughs> ha! Uh, you see five more gemstones just kind of tumble to the ground. Fuck that tree. Uh, you see Jared <laughs> kind of scratches his helmet and is like, well, I guess you can have those two if you want. Normally, <laughs> there's just one gem on the ring, but if you want to put six gemstones on this ring... One gem? What do you not understand about co-kings, Jared? <laughs> mm. I, I thought, you know, maybe something understated was what you were going for. I'm gonna for. get myself one, too. <laughs> yeah, and I'm so, if you think my brother is gonna have a fucking one gem ring, you have yes. another thing coming. Thank you. Right? I, didn't, I... I didn't make this glove, this finger in the glove extra wide for nothing. Yes. I expanded all of the gloves. <laughs> <laughs> there are windows on the uh, on the gloves. Yes, see. the finger window. Duh. <laughs> I was up for two days knitting these, sewing these. I'm so behind on fashion and style and relationships. All of this stuff is normal. If you left your volcano, you would learn that. It's Maybe I do need to leave. Maybe I've dedicated too much of my time to my dream, and I myself have not found love. Oh. So you're welcome for killing your tree. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm I'm still kind of steamed about the tree, to be honest. It took um, <laughs> I, I kicked the tree. <laughs> it took a hundred thousand years for that to grow. I kicked the tree too. Stop kicking my tree! <laughs> I shoot the tree with an arrow. <laughs> my brother told me to. <laughs> um, I carve onyx rolls into the tree. <laughs> so you see. Uh, as Jared is um, mourning the loss of his beautiful gym tree, a one-of-a-kind gym tree that, if it had been allowed to grow, would have continued to produce gems for all of time. The tree uh, was a dick. <laughs> it thought it was kind of, it was like a fun if, little hazard. If you want to make fruit, don't attack people. Thank you. It's like an obstacle course. <laughs> if you went on Family Double Dare, would you just beat up everyone else? <laughs> no, I would, I, I would attack Mark Summers first. <laughs> He's the mastermind of all of the slime. I would I would simply start stabbing all of the balls that are in the way and, <laughs> and just wreck the nose so I can find the flag. <laughs> I see I'm going to need to make this a little more difficult for you. Uh, you see that Jared uh, strides over to you, Jens, and says, I'm, I'm beginning to doubt the sincerity of your relationship a little bit. How dare you? I, I fear that I must put you to a, a, a firm test by asking you an important question. Uh, you see he clears his throat and says, Jins, I must know. This is a question that any good fiancé will know the answer to. Right. Who is going to be your ring bearer? Ring bearer? Yes, for your wedding. 
that of course is going to be Obsidian um, and all of their beautiful children. <laughs> you see that he looks over. Um, go ahead and give me another roll for Obsidian. Nat one. <laughs> oh no. A nat one. Um, you see that Obsidian is having a, a real rough time. You see that Sterling uh, and Karat have come down here and are assisting Obsidian. I'm rubbing him up with castor oil and got a hot pack on him. <laughs> yeah, Nayak uh, actually hates Obsidian right now, knowing that uh, he'll be carrying Jens' ring. <laughs> <laughs> um, yes. Yeah, so you see that. As Obsidian starts to like scream, uh, entering the the, the intense uh, labor of childbirth, uh, you see a single tear rolls down the face of Jared, and he says, "A very good choice. Perhaps I was wrong to doubt you. This noble beast will do a wonderful job. You can put the ring right on his horn. You've thought this through. Bravo, bravo." I really have. Yes, and the several other rings that will also be for me can also go on the one horn. <laughs> <laughs> so you don't want to put all the gems on one ring. You just want six. We're different gonna rings. split them up a little bit, but we'll do like two stones on one ring, three on another. Okay, all right. I just want to make sure I know I want the specs. I'm thinking about becoming a ring guy. <laughs> is what I'm saying. I look at Jen's hand, which is already filled with rings. <laughs> you thought about it once and committed. <laughs> what, this one ring per hand? This is nothing. Uh, so, yes, you have overcome uh, Jared's prying insight. Uh, he now is back on your side. Uh, and with that, let's go over to the beetle pin. Uh, where Nyak is hunting a beetle. <laughs> My arrow is drawn. <laughs> uh, you enter this pin, uh, and you see scuttling amidst these boulders uh, is a variety of enormous metallic beetles with menacing pinchers. Uh, there's a gold beetle, a silver one, a platinum one, and also one with a beautifully rippled shell made of Damascus steel. Uh, which beetle do you want to pursue? Gold is the most malleable metal, I believe. Um, the easiest to persuade as as a metalsmith, which which is what making a ring really is. It's it's the persuasion of uh, metals. So uh, I'll choose I'm the. <laughs> but also, platinum is more expensive. Gold, it is. <laughs> Nyak not knowing any of this. Uh, okay, so you're going to attack the gold beetle. Mm -hmm. Great. Go ahead and give me a roll. Um, see. Unless you want to use persuasion to persuade the beetle to jump into the flames. Oh, that's interesting. Um, can I flash back to something I prepared yesterday? Oh, yeah. Yeah, you can. Um, and knowing that Nyak uh, has a parasite, or had a parasite, um, I, I would pack a snack bag uh, for things that little bugs uh, like to eat, because my <laughs> appetite kind of became... That of uh, you know a parasite, that of a little bug, yeah, a little bug. Right? Yes, I'm, I have a I have a little bug diet, uh, so I packed a snack bag full of little bug treats. <laughs> so you just got like little leaves and like tiny berries and whatnot, mm -hmm. and other even smaller bugs. <laughs> a perfect. You eat bugs. <laughs> you eat little bugs, Nyak. You what the hell is he bugs? doing over there? <laughs> We're just beating the shit out of a living tree while talking shit about Nyack. As does... I ask if he eats bugs, I start carving you eat bugs question mark into the tree. Carve no, he doesn't. Carve no, he doesn't. 
<laughs> I oblige. <laughs> Mac eats bugs. No, he doesn't. You see, as you're beating up the tree, you chip away uh, a stone piece of bark that was covering its mouth, and it's like, hey, you eat bugs. <laughs> oh, yo, wait, this dude's hilarious. Stop. <laughs> Kill the lying tree. No, he's, he's good. Quick, Jens, eel him. <laughs> I, I will just wait. I start preparing an eighth level care wounds. <laughs> uh, so, Nyak, do you want to use like animal handling here? Um, for my bug food? Yeah. Do you have like a plus 10 to persuasion? Yeah, that's that's what I'd want to use. Yeah, I'll say that you can use that for animal handling as well. Oh, okay. Dope. Since you did a flashback. All right, cool. All right, so um, in, in an ideal world, just knowing that we're going to try to create a lot of rings, I'd like to sprinkle all of my bug food in the lava and open the cage and try to convince oh. all the little beetles to go in there. You want a Pied Piper the beetles? I would like to. All right, awesome. Okay, um, go ahead and roll. Yeah, roll persuasion or animal handling, whichever you have a better bonus to. <laughs> it's a 28. Tw- <laughs> nice. Uh, okay, so I said there were four beetles. Uh, I'm going to roll for each of them. Unless they get a nat 20, they're all coming with you. Yes. <laughs> we have all the gems and all the beetles. <laughs> You're just taking everything. You know I was setting this up so other people could come in here and make their own engagement rings. It was going to be like a business thing. If other people get engaged, then there will be competition in the tabloids for wedding pictures. That can't happen. Yes, we didn't. No one. I'm actually going to outlaw anyone getting married for a year. <laughs> These beetles are buried in the earth in their larval stage for 2,000 years. It takes a long time to... Oh, they're just following you. They're just following you Come right towards the fire. Come with me. Come with me, bugs. <laughs> <laughs> you see all four beetles uh, start like chittering and following behind you. Um, they had their pincers out in like a menacing display about to chomp you. Uh, but since you chose the path of peace uh, and tiny leaves and little snacks, they mm. have put their pincers away and they just yes. follow you in uh, perfect harmony. I throw a star at one. I would never hurt you. That's that's what the lava will do. Yes. <laughs> I get ready to kick them in the lava. <laughs> Here we go. Here we go with our new dad. Here we go. With your new dad. That's right. New dad. Follow me. <laughs> we love our naked dad. Um... You see these happy little beetles start following you to the furnace. Um, gins and onyx, <laughs> you just scoop up a bunch of gems in a shirt and bring them over as well. Uh, you do see that uh, Jared is looking a little flustered, but he's like, all right, you know what? Uh, I got to start preparing for more inevitabilities, I guess, for more potential outcomes if I'm going to make this business successful. So That's let's right. keep now, moving. Now this is an experience for you. <laughs> sure is, yes. Uh I, I guess if I were to rate myself on Yelp, I'd give myself a zero so I could go out of business and rethink this. Um, I looked at your Yelp. It's drowning in bad reviews. But if you work with me as a social media manager, I can turn that around. For this you. is a bit of a shakedown. This is a thing we do now. Oh, that's a good idea. Here, take the, pose next to your dead tree and your empty beetle pen. <laughs> This is, you know what? Maybe this will work. Maybe I can tank the business and collect the bankruptcy check and then reopen. That This is perfect. All right. Uh, yeah, you see that Jared poses next to the destroyed parts of his business. <laughs> uh, and then 
after that's done, he says, all right, but you know what? We're thinking big picture. We got to get down to the nitty gritty. We are making this ring for you. Uh, so now that you've got the beetle and the fruit, it's time to get the forge going. Uh, so you walk over to this big forge, uh, which is this like giant metal ring with a furnace at the center that is currently extinguished. Uh, and for this section, I'm going to say you're all helping to create the ring, but only one of you is going to make each check. Uh, and we're going to go down the line based on initiative, and that's going to be starting with Jins. Great. Oh, Jins, this actually works out perfectly. So the first thing you're going to need to do uh, is fire up the forge, which is going to be a tool check. All right. Um, Jens complains loudly <laughs> as I lean down. Your hands are so pale. Yes. Here, we'll we, we can double up the gloves, brother. We may have to. <laughs> um, that is a 19. 19. Uh, awesome. Let me write that down for reasons. Um, so you go over to this forge um, and you, with your little jeweler's loop ring, you kind of see exactly where the ignition point is, uh, and you just cast a quick fire spell into it, and it, like, alights into this perfectly blazing white-hot ring within this forge. Uh, and now the forge is on, and it is ready to eat some beetles. <laughs> um, so next up, actually, is going to be uh, the layer action, Jared's layer. Uh, you see, as the forge comes to life, uh, and reignites the entire room shakes with the amount of power and heat that is being produced uh, And I'm gonna need everyone to make another dexterity saving throw All Right. Wow god damn it. I literally <laughs> with with Bane I rolled a four on my Bane and a four on my die. So I literally <laughs> got a zero uh, But Ooh. plus ten so a ten a 10. Okay, uh, you fail. Great. Onyx, what'd you get? Um, I'm going to fail. I'm probably going to die. Holy I shit. I got a 10. Okay, you fail as well. Uh, Nyak, what'd you get? I rolled a nat 1. <laughs> okay. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, you all feel this massive tremor as a result of the forge starting up. Um, and Whoa. You, don't, you don't take any damage, but you instantly all fall to the ground and are prone, which I'm going to say for the purposes of this trial just means you're going to have disadvantage on checks and saves uh, for this cool. round. Disadvantage in minus 10. I should be okay. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and that is going to bring us to Onyx. Okay. Um, Onyx, you see that Jin's uh, after turning on the forge, loses his balance and is about to fall headfirst into the anvil. Uh, and you run over and push him out of the way. Ah! But as you do, uh, the furnace kicks on at full heat, uh, and I need you to make a con save to withstand the incredible fire coming from this forge. Okay. Ooh, 19. 19, all right. Um, so yeah, you, you see that like the, the forge is kind of pulsing with this like massive heat, uh, and it started to look a little unstable, but you are able to uh, reach your hand in and adjust the controls so it's emitting this like nice, even flame now. And as that happens, you see that uh, Jared is very impressed with your forge controls, uh, and he clamors over to you and says, Onyx, you, you seem like you've got a good head on your shoulders. You are a social media manager, but also it seems like you're kind of the, the manager of this group, if I do say so. 
Um, yeah, only this turn, to be honest. <laughs> uh, it, it seems like maybe you've you've got best man material written all over you. So I'm I'm just wondering. I have a question for you. A question of yeah. dedication for the trial of engagement. You see his voice booms as he says this. Wow. Onyx. Yes. What does Jins want to do for his bachelor party? Jens wants to go to Vegas to go to like a Magic Mike show, but he wants to be the show. <laughs> yes, that's right. They cancel Magic Mike without telling anyone, and then I just go out and dance by myself. She got it. I hate it. I hate it, but she's right. <laughs> they don't change the billing at all. All those the people show up expecting to see Magic Mike. Not knowing. 100% just me. Um... At seeing that Jin's is so on the same page as Onyx, uh, you see that Jared's eyes uh, beneath his helm light up a little bit, uh, and another tear, this one that seems to be made of actual gold, drips down from his faceplate, um, oh. and he says, Very well! You have proven yet again that perhaps you do have the love that it takes and requires to forge this relationship. <laughs> Very good! <laughs> it is time! Uh, and you see he grabs his hammer and hands it to Nyak and says, we must begin shaping the metal that sh we shall use. Nyak, you have prepared the beetles, yes? I have prepared them, but in a way that they are confused and think I am a father figure. <laughs> I'm starting, is anyone else starting to feel bad for the Beatles? The longer they're around, the worse I feel about them. Their singing will haunt me. What are we doing, daddy? Where are we going, daddy? Uh, I am not your. I am not your dad. I am not your dad. <laughs> Is it time for a trip, Papa? Yes, yes. <laughs> I am taking you. Wait, wait. To oblivion. Um, <laughs> wait, Dyak. I could make a simulacrum of the Beatles if you'd like. <laughs> the hammer is above Nyak's head, and he hears this just just at the last possible second, and I strike next to a beetle. Thank, thank the, thank Lord. Yes, yes, please. So you can use your flashback uh, to create simulacrums of all the Beatles. Yeah, I guess I'll um, <laughs> I'll I'll say um, yeah, I'll have my flashback be that I just talked to Aster and I was just like, how do I just cheat? Like, what's gonna happen here? And we like kind of like talk about the adventure before we do it. And I'm right. like, can I just like bring some of my own beetles? Is that weird? <laughs> oh, would you like to go to my beetle garden? Yes, let's just bring our own beetles. The beetles there might be really nice. Let's find some shithead beetles, right? <laughs> awesome. So, uh, Nyak, as you're holding this hammer above the beetles, uh, they're all climbing up to the anvil, being like, <laughs> Oh, boy, a little trip. Oh, boy, we're up on the anvil. Yay. Uh, Yay. You see that Jens uh, stands up from prone kicks those four beetles off the anvil and then replaces them with four shithead beetles of similar metals. Hey. Yeah. Onyx dives on top of them to save them. <laughs> no. Onyx, why? Why would you do these noble beasts? Get the <laughs> fuck off us, lady. Oh, no. I like these beetles, <laughs> too. Listen to them. They're shitheads. They don't want to be saved. We are irredeemable beetles. They're not. We're irredeemable. These beetles are irredeemable. What could you have You're a beetle. What was your crime? These beetles! Get the other beetles back! Their favorite season of Friends is the last one. You like the Rachel Joey stuff? Oh yeah! Give me the Rachel <laughs> Joey stuff! I, I I swing the hammer violently. 
You know, I, I actually don't have a problem with Rachel Joey. That's not that's not what this is about. Okay. <laughs> Rachel Joey was the worst part of Friends. I attacked Jens with the hammer. <laughs> you were the worst it, part of Friends, Nyack. Obsidian's been really looking up to Rachel's pregnancy story. So if you could just not ruin that. You see these Beatles all at the same time go, we run a Jennifer Aniston hate blog. See, there's just no reason for that. <laughs> yeah. Also, we 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 piss we piss in the fountain. They're just rude and they piss in fountains. They piss in fountains. They hate Jennifer Aniston. They love the last season of Friends, except they really hate all of the Joey and Jennifer Aniston stuff. Because That's something we have in common. But we like know. to wait till people are in the bathroom, then we go in there and we just bite their little ankles. <laughs> You're done. You're done for that. <laughs> Uh, okay, so with disadvantage because of the trembling, uh, Nyak, I need you to give me an athletics check to lift oh, no. the hammer uh, and smash these beetles. Oh, yeah. I don't even know why I went through the moral quandary. There's no chance in hell <laughs> I do any harm them. to anyone. Two nat 20s. You got this. Um, disadvantage and minus 10. Um, what kind of check was it? <laughs> athletics. Athletics? is okay so the negative one goes up to a five a five total <laughs> five total yeah <laughs> you see you kind of just like subtly dent the beetle shell and they go hey what are you doing to my shell now it looks like your fucking face <laughs> rude okay is there any way i could persuade you to throw yourself into the hammer as hard as you possibly could <laughs> yeah sure why the fuck not <laughs> Yeah, we dare you, shitheads. You won't. You won't. <laughs> we will. We'll do it. We'll fucking do it. You have to speak their language, Nyack. Uh, you see that after uh, denting them with the hammer, uh, you do persuade them to jump into the furnace and get nice and hot and gooey. Uh, and then they come Perfect. back out and they just smush themselves right up against the hammer at full speed. Uh, and now you have these four uh, shimmering pools of molten metal. Wow. It's beautiful. Um, and you see that Jared, who has watched this entire process, is like, that's certainly a way to do it. Um, are those your beetles now, or can I have my beetles back? Yeah, we brought, well, no, the, that, those are Nyack's children, so we're going <laughs> to keep the beetles. I don't know. Now we can make twice the, <laughs> twice Go the into the, rings. into the, uh, yes, into the forge, kids, into the forge. <laughs> Quickly now! Wait, wait, still, wait, 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 wait hold on! Wait, we're still killing the beetles. <laughs> we don't need to. We went through all this trouble. To save the all we did was get you eight fucking rings. It's yeah. pretty good you for did, a ring guy. What have I done to you I'm two? I'm sorry. Did okay? you did There's you look line, at one of okay? them and want There's to make them your best man, and you're trying to keep them around? No. There's a line, and it's drawn at beetles. Okay. <laughs> Listen, everyone. <laughs> I, I know that there's a lot of sort of drama going on, um, and we're all a little upset because I have not yet announced my best Who's man. Who's dramatic? I'm not okay. dramatic. You're, you're being a little bit dramatic, Onyx, and I just want to say that at a lavish wedding such as mine, with a groom as demanding as I am, and as frankly unreasonable, <laughs> I'm going to need two best men. Two. Two. 
someone to give the speeches and to be charismatic. Okay. And also, who so- are they? Who are they? Onyx and I will kill them. <laughs> you absolute moron. So you- we need to kill two of these people. Okay, I was going to say that the one who would give the speech um, and do kind of the front-facing things will be Onyx. But there is a lot of grunt work involved, too, which is where I think Nyak will shine. I will lug anything for you, brother. Okay, so first things first... These beetles will be a great part of our dancing show, A, at Magic Mike, and B, uh, when we do the proposal. Does the grunt work, would you say, does that include choreography? Because this choreography is also kind Absolutely of front-facing. Not. I just, the choreography okay, I, is me. That's all, all me. Right. I just wanted to make sure. Just, the sweat. Yep, okay. Just follow the moves. You got it. Okay. <laughs> so are we, are we dying or not, Daddy? Don't go into the (laughs) what? (laughs) (laughs) It bounces off its shell. (laughs) Uh, You see that all four of the remaining beetles climb up onto uh, Nyak's back and shoulders, uh, and just kind of like hang out there as if it's like a big necklace of metal. Oh, very, very cool! All interlocking (laughs) pincers. You keep those the hell away from my Adam's apple, but you can keep you can keep on doing this. It looks cool. We'll tickle you with our little feet. Do not. I will vomit if I laugh too hard. <laughs> Jared is like, this is, I, I had a lot of bulleted lists laid out for how this was going to go. Uh, not exactly on the rails anymore, but that's okay. Um, we need to move on to precision work, folks, for these rings. We've got these four nice uh, lumps of metal, but we need to shape them into actual rings now. So uh, let's get to it. Uh, you see that Jared points to an enormous grinding wheel with a golden beating heart at its center. Uh, and he says, you'll need to power it with love or at least a strong arcana ability. Uh, and then he leads you over there and we're going to do a couple more checks. So uh, we're back up to the top of the order. Uh, that is going to be Jens. Uh, I need you to make an arcana check to activate this magical grinding wheel. All right. I do that. Oh, wait. Is, is Bane only attack rolls and saving throws, I think? Um, I think uh, for the specific wording of this, it's everything. It's okay. everything other than uh, tool proficiency. Right on. Okay, I'll do this with Bane. Mm-hmm. That's a nine. Okay. <laughs> you see that the wheel fires up, but it's moving pretty slowly. <laughs> I did it. This is how fast it normally goes, right? Uh, well, I've never seen it before. It looks pretty... This looks normal to me. Honestly slow, actually. <laughs> it looks a little... The, one of the reasons I made Two Best Men is so that I can demote you at any time. So don't forget that, Nayak. <laughs> it looks perfect. It's spinning so Thank fast. You. Thank you so much. It's just, Jins, you, you see how you're putting your hand on the wheel? You should not be able to do that. That's, that's how slow it's moving. But I think we can make it work. We can still make it work. You know what? As long as someone can get in there and do some fine, detailed work, uh, I think this will be okay. Uh, however, before you can do that, we have another layer action. <laughs> you see that um, as this wheel uh, starts lurching into life, um, there's a couple vents at the bottom of it, and it seems like for this wheel to operate, it needs to shoot out exhausts, uh, otherwise it'll get too hot. Uh, and you see two giant plumes of volcanic gas appear next to the wheel, and I need you all to make a constitution saving throw. Yikes. Oh, no. Uh, can I, I know, um, Onyx was hurting. Can I give her a, um, bardic inspiration on my turn? Bonus action? Uh, for sure. Yeah. Great. Thank you. Uh, constitution saving throw for me is a 
<laughs> five. Ooh. Uh, I got an eight. An eight. Uh, Onyx, what'd you get? Uh, dirty 20. Nice. Onyx, uh, you pass. Uh, you breathe in this volcanic plume, uh, and it smells great. It smells like lavender, strangely enough. <laughs> um, but then, uh, Nyak, you and Jens uh, are poisoned uh, until Ugh. the end of the round. So that's going to be disadvantage on checks. I breathed in the hot jelly. <laughs> cool. Uh, so with that out of the way, um, Onyx, you breathe in this uh, nice lavender-scented poison, uh, and you're feeling great. You're feeling bolstered by it. Uh, you look over uh, at Obsidian to check on them real quick. Let's see how they're doing. Twelve. Twelve. Okay. Um, you see that the contractions are coming quicker and quicker now. <laughs> but this is a long labor. <laughs> okay. Um, can I use my turn to do a flashback? Yeah. I would like... <laughs> To remember yesterday when I uh, thought ahead and I used planar binding on the best doctor, the best OBGYN (laughs) (laughs) in Trinivale, and I uh, summon them and send them to (laughs) Obsidian doing nothing else. (laughs) You see that Obsidian presses a little nurse call button <laughs> that you've given him and this huge ruined sigil appears on the ground and all of a sudden um, a woman in scrubs just like whoop, flies through it ah. oh, oh, oh my god this poor creature is about to give yeah. birth get, oh, luckily I've, I brought some ice water with me so I'm gonna I'm just gonna put that right there uh, let's get you all hooked up uh, you see she's pulling stuff out of her bag it's like uh, my, my name is uh, Dr. McCallion and I'm gonna be here to assist with everything you need uh, do not worry about obsidian uh, you guys just focus on whatever the hell's going on over there um, and please 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 send me home when I'm done because I don't know where I am and I'm scared uh, do you want some blue chips yes ah, of course of course yeah. <laughs> You see that she's feeding Obsidian ice chips and also blue chips. I turn to everyone and smile, assuming this is the most helpful thing I could have done. (laughs) Nyak lightly applauds. Uh, I'm going to roll an animal handling check uh, with a plus five for her proficiency uh, with advantage. Beautiful. Uh, That is a 23. Um, You see Obsidian starts crowning. I tip my crown of stars to Obsidian's crown. <laughs> We're all crown wearers today. <laughs> so, Onyx, you were doing this while just kind of like haphazardly holding up the lump of metal to the wheel. So now you've yes. kind of just got like a rough shape of a ring. I considered I could go and planar bind the uh, greatest forge wizard of all time, but I decided <laughs> to get OB- an OBGYN for Wait, a much better idea. Um, <laughs> awesome. So I'm just going to let you, you're still going to get to do your uh, sleight of hand roll, but you are going to do it with disadvantage. Okay. Okay. I really did roll a 19 and an 18. Yes. Wow. <laughs> okay. I'll write that down. That becomes 22 with plus four. 22. Oh, incredible. Onyx, um, <laughs> you see new life coming into this world. <laughs> Uh, and it guides your hands. <laughs> <laughs> a wedding, a birth. This is too beautiful. <laughs> <laughs> you see 
<laughs> you're able to take these rough lumps of beetle metal uh, and shape them into very beautiful rings. Um, four of them, in fact. <laughs> Could have been eight. <laughs> I, Should have been. I look at the beetles around an Ix neck. <laughs> um, and you see Jared uh, is very distracted by the moonicorn giving birth <laughs> in the corner of his forge chamber, uh, but also sees these beautiful rings and says like, wow, you know what? Marriage and children come hand in hand. These are the two miracles of life. I'm sure that you, of course, know this, Jins. Only the good parts. Uh, but you know what? I have to do my due diligence here. I can't get distracted. I need to ask one more question to ascertain whether or not you are truly all worthy of carrying this wedding through. Nyack, it falls to you. Of course. Uh, you see that Jared uh, turns his gaze towards you, Nyack, and says, Nyack of the Ranifor, what will Jins and Aster's first dance be? Their first dance, well... The thing is, Jens will be doing a five to ten dance uh, number. That's right. Solo, solo, right. dolo, as it were. Um, and then after that, it is uh, "Fly" by the band Sugar Ray. We love Sugar Ray. <laughs> by see. we, he means the three of us. We don't know. <laughs> so we love Sugar Ray. We don't know if Aster does. <laughs> <laughs> I don't even know if he has ever heard of it. Right. In fact, yes, I met him yesterday. <laughs> well, but no, when he does did. hear Sugar Ray, his world is going to change. Yeah. We know that. I, the thing is, anyone can dance to Fly, whereas the other dances I will be doing alone, which will be more complicated pieces, but Fly, everyone can groove to. <laughs> you see streams of golden tears coming down Jared's face. And he says... Love has changed since I entered the forge, but it is just as beautiful as it's always been. Truly, much like metal, whose shape can be changed, love can take on any number of forms and appearances. And that is what makes it magical. Um, and you see that uh, the wheel starts to spin a little faster. Um, and for this final check, uh, Nyak... I'm going to need you to decide what the finish for these rings is going to be. You have four options, um, but you also have four rings, so I guess it fucking doesn't matter, does it? <laughs> One of each. <laughs> the prime ring, though. <laughs> it is true. One of these you have to give to the prince. You can't give four rings to the prince. Uh, the prime ring is going to Jens. Right, okay. yes. Secondary prime ring, though. He's going to me. Aster's prime ring. Goes, of course, to Onyx. <laughs> but then Aster's second prime ring will go to Aster. All right. So here's what we're going to do. Um, since you have uh, somehow exploited the every ring glitch, uh, I'm going to make Nyak match up the medals to the rings. Oh, wow. Uh, as well as the gems. Uh, Nyak, you get to assemble everything finally. Uh, you, you see your little beetles are scuttling around and whispering, uh, telling you uh, which you go where. So you have, again, six gems. Uh, four finishes uh, and four types of metal. The four finishes are filigree, plain, engraved, and diamond studded. I want, I want engraved. Diamond studded. Uh, so Nyak, I've sent you all of the uh, types of metal, the types of gems, and the types of finish that you can choose from. Uh, and if you're ready, if you would please assemble these for everyone, 
Uh, and luckily, there is not a check uh, associated with this. This is just uh, a free-for-all activity. This is just craft time for Nyak. He does have to persuade us that he made the right decision, though. <laughs> yes, we're, we're looking at him so judgmentally. <laughs> like, just so much pressure. Mm-hmm. Um, so these four, these four rings are for the prince, for Onyx, for Jens, and myself. Exactly. <laughs> okay. Like you traditionally do. Right, you get an yes. engagement ring. The, the two best men. The, I, I, of course, get the biggest one. Um, I and, think uh, it's like, I am a feminist, so as the best man, I will be wearing an engagement ring. <laughs> <laughs> These are commemorative engagement rings. Yeah. Okay. For, for myself, I choose gold, diamond studded, what? and diamond. And brother... <sighs> And brother, the reason is I I care not to wear a ring and you will wear mine. Oh, yeah. brother, you honor me. <laughs> and I'm not even going to think twice about how upset I you seem. I got so excited that you were going to turn nasty. <laughs> <laughs> I will turn nasty on everyone but Jens. Take the ring, daddy. Take the ring. He doesn't deserve it. Quiet. I saved your life. <laughs> Quieter, you you guys will become an anklet. I won't wear you around my neck anymore. Um, and then I will choose uh, the silver amethyst engraved for onyx. Uh, and I will be engraving it with something Jens said to Prince Aster, which is, what do you mean other boyfriends? <laughs> Onyx produces another huge tear. <laughs> it's so huge. <laughs> for for it's Aster, beautiful. <laughs> for Aster, will go Damascus steel pearl plain <laughs> because the prince already has so much, and he should know that that the love my brother offers is simple but true and pure. Right. And we could also do, uh, if you want to do an engraving, we could do some Sugar Ray lyrics. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> shut the door, babe. Don't say a word. <laughs> Again, we don't know if Aster knows Sugar Ray. All the more reason we could steal those McGrath lyrics for ourselves. <laughs> That's right. Oh, dance a little stranger. Show me where you've been. That one works. Perfect. Um, and then for, for my brother, I, I offer platinum emerald and... A, a intricate filigree because I know how much you like lacy uh, intricate garments. Wow. Thank you. Thank you, brother. I would have preferred that you did the platinum with the diamond studded, but this is almost <laughs> as good. You've done a fine job here today. <laughs> <laughs> So the breakdown here is that Jins gets two rings and Nyak gets nothing? I get to wear my brother's appreciation like a badge of honor on my ring finger which is better onyx is impressing uh is impressing the engraving onto her hand so her so it says what do you mean other boyfriends impressed into her. uh and at the same moment that these rings are born you see uh, a beautiful little moonicorn foal <laughs> falls out of obsidian and into the waiting hands of Dr. Michaelian. (laughs) 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 This is beautiful too. Beautiful. (laughs) These rings will commemorate so much. (laughs) Would you like to cut the cord? No, thank you. (laughs) 
<laughs> yeah, so we're okay. We don't want to do any of the good. Again, I we're here for the away. good. We're here for the good stuff. <laughs> okay, I'll, I'll, I'll get her cleaned up. I guess. <laughs> yeah, please do. <laughs> yeah, please do. Well, I don't know what's going on there. Yeah, That's not. Bring, these aren't the baby unicorns I've seen in pictures. This one's bring the unicorn back when it's a little less. Yeah, slimy. when it's just like kind of clean. When it's less slimy. Then I want to hold it. Yeah. Okay. When right, it sure. smells you, a little better too. Yeah. You're not doing it on purpose, but you're grossing me out. <laughs> You see Obsidian starts licking the baby. Uh, did you want to give it a name or just I'm gonna like... I'm going to be sick. No, just no. 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 <laughs> Jen, Jen's junior. Yeah. No. Yeah, yeah. Jen's okay. junior or nothing. Yeah. It's up to, <laughs> yeah, it's up to Obsidian. Jen's junior or nothing. <laughs> 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 nothing it is. <laughs> nothing. <laughs> you see that... Um, Jared, this whole time, is waiting over by the forge, and he has crafted a little collar that just says nothing on it. <laughs> it's perfect. <laughs> well, this has been a weird day. <laughs> um, I, you've given me a lot to think about in terms of my business uh, and how I approach... Filing for bankruptcy. Yeah. yeah. Again, again we, we were trying to pull a fast one on you. We were going to kind of blackmail you and tank your business, but it seems like you're just into it. So what can we do? Well, again, you know, we were doing like a test run for this kind of jewelry experience thing. Uh, and it turns out not a good idea. Just going to stick with being a standard jewelry store. Uh, I'll just stay down here in my forge uh, and I guess I'll just kill intruders again like I normally do. That makes that sounds, a lot of yeah. sense. Yeah. I think that's that's a tried and true store. That one's been around forever. I think that's yeah. the way to go. <laughs> well, thank you so much for all the wisdom you've imparted on me and for uh, filling me in on modern romance traditions. I feel like I am I'm ready to get back out there uh, and maybe start dating again. If there are any other you know two thousand year old forge masters that you know of that are looking to you know maybe get out there and uh, mix it up a little bit, just let me know. I just set up the two Forge Masters I know. Damn, really? The, the only Forge Master I know is 1100. I think that's a little young for that's, you. Yeah, that's <laughs> kind of a weird gap. It'd be a power dynamic thing, I think, for that. Yeah. Totally. Um, well, okay. Uh, I can, you know what? Uh, you've got these magic cursed rings on. I can just um, snap my finger and transport you anywhere you want to go if you're wearing them. We'll just uh, take the jet blue. Thank you. So we actually have a plane yeah. here. Yeah, this thing would just slide off. My yeah. finger, I can hop on a flight. <laughs> oh no, those those will not release until after the proposal. That is uh, the terms oh, of the right. curse. Mm, okay. So I guess I do I do get the last laugh here. <laughs> now, if you could please get that moonicorn and all of its afterbirth out of my uh, chamber, I would really appreciate it. <laughs> I just uh, mush you. it into the ground. <laughs> Have a bad day. Yeah, I don't know Have which a bad is day. which is afterbirth and which yeah. is lava. Yeah. It's really hard to tell. Could you I make feel like a it's different collar for the moonicorn? Because now that I'm thinking about it, we can kind of make this nothing name cute by um c calling her nothing which is kind of a mm, cute name that oh. is really really nice right nothing. that is cute you know what okay. i take it back it was great to meet you you're a bunch of lovable nuts uh and i wish you the best um i'm kind of lukewarm on you myself um <laughs> So I've already left. <laughs> <laughs> Looking at oh, my phone. My friends, my friends are gone. Um, I'm going to go catch <laughs> the JetBlue flight. Awesome. Uh, so you all head back to the JetBlue flight, and we are going to flash back to the proposal. Ooh. Oh, shit. Okay, so you're all back in the garden. Um, you look over your mid-proposal. 
I'm a glitter specter. Uh, Onyx, you are a glitter specter. Uh, <laughs> Nyak, I'm trying to remember what you were doing. I think I was getting attacked by bees. You were getting attacked <laughs> by bees. Uh, Jens was trying to convince everyone this was working. Uh, you see uh, Albin and Bleeker, the two elven kings, are now standing and watching this proposal very eagerly. Uh, Albin, the taller of the two, uh, pushes aside a strand of his long silver hair and looks on with a demure expression. And Bleeker, the shorter and stockier king, uh, crosses his arms and frowns expectantly. So I'm going to explain how this works. Uh, you crafted one ring specifically to give uh, to Aster. Uh, I was scoring you while you were doing all those checks, and now I'm going to add up your score. Uh, luckily, you all did pretty well with the question section from Jared, so that's going to help your score out a little bit. So let me add that up right now. Oh, boy. <laughs> Nyak did not help this total. <laughs> Okay, um, Jins, you reach into your pocket and you feel the ring, which was a Damascus steel ring with a plain band uh, and a pearl mounted atop of it. Simple <laughs> statement piece. <laughs> and you pull it out, uh, and in the light of the sun shining through this garden, uh, you see that it is a decent ring. Yeah! <laughs> All right. <laughs> what do you give to the man who has everything? Something decent. I invisibly uh, go over and wipe a little bit of moonicorn afterbirth off of the pearl. (laughs) (laughs) Um, To clarify, you got an 84 on your score, which is just decent. You could have gotten uh, beautiful, wondrous, or legendary, but you could have done a lot worse. Mm. You see, Aster looks at this ring. uh, The rippled bands of Damascus steel really are exemplified by the plain band. Uh, and the pearl is as pale uh, as the crown prince's face. <laughs> wow. This, and you can see that he's trying his very best to act uh, like he is impressed by this proposal. <laughs> I also th- visibly have two nicer rings on. <laughs> I'm invisible except for my slightly nicer ring. <laughs> Jins, this is everything I have dreamed of since I was a little boy. I especially like that you brought a baby moonicorn and four strange beetles. <laughs> the beetles are Nyak's children, and that's nothing. <laughs> it's pleased to meet you, nothing. I truly am so in love with you. And of course, yes, I will marry you, my sweet king to be. Onyx gags. <laughs> I, I, it's just like so intimate. You see, Jens, I think is like a terrible kisser, but has so much confidence. He I, he comes forward, does like a dip, and then just gives like a cold, smushy kiss. <laughs> Nyak throws glitter, but there's not a lot left in the bag, so it's just like the le- the dregs of the litter. Do your the other glitter. boyfriends kiss you like this, and then just a cold kiss? <laughs> <laughs> I explain I explain the reference to his Jins, my nose is in your mouth, Jins. Um, sorry, are we not supposed is that not what's supposed to happen here? He has other boyfriends. Is that what he's referring to? <laughs> <laughs> you see 
<laughs> the, the engraving on your ring is like weirdly legible from long distances, it, Onyx. It lights up like the Lord of the Rings. <laughs> uh, so you see um, Albin and Bleeker watch this strange display. Uh, you do notice that uh, Albin looks at the ring and is impressed by the plain band. Uh, he doesn't really like any other aspect of it, but the plain band does really resonate with him. Uh, and I'm going to need everyone to make one final ability check uh, of your choosing to try and convince the kings that this proposal was good and that Jins deserves to marry Aster. Great. Um, I guess I'll use a tool check. <laughs> um, I'm going to cast glibness on myself so that any charisma check I make is automatically at least a 15. Incredible. Okay. Right on. Uh, yeah. Tell me what you get and what you do. I rolled a seven, but it becomes a 15, so I got a a 26 persuasion. (laughs) Incredible. Uh, Onyx, with a 26, what do you do? Um, (laughs) I I think that I slowly start uh, dancing so that the glitter comes off of me and starts falling gently like snow in that scene in Kill Bill when they fight in the snow. <laughs> so I'm kind of like, I'm doing it around Jen so that I'm like contributing to his aura. <laughs> you see it's getting on the bee's wings and they are falling to the ground. Um, and I'll do a persuasion check. Because uh, <laughs> it's literally the only thing I could do that might not fail. Um, and I'll go up to them and say... Oh, I didn't roll my d4 to see if the thing works. I got a one, actually. My glibness doesn't work. <laughs> <laughs> you give glibness to a bee. <laughs> <laughs> I chase the bee. Give me my spell back. Give it back. <laughs> oh, incredible. Yeah, you see that the bee uh, instantly goes off... Uh, and starts their own gardening company, um, and they're very successful and happy. <laughs> Good for them. Yeah. Wow. Uh, Nyak, what are you going to do with your persuasion check? I'm going to go up to the two kings and say, I'm not entirely sure how this whole royal family thing works, but I think this makes me your son-in-law. Glad to be part of the family. And I'll kiss them uh, both on the cheeks <laughs> and introduce them to my uh, beetle children. And <laughs> I... No! <laughs> Uh, okay. It's not, it's not so bad. I roll, I get a plus 10. Um, okay. Okay. No, we're okay. Uh, <laughs> 17. 17. Okay. Uh, not yeah. bad. Um, before we play this scene, uh, Onyx, what did you get without, uh, the glibness spell? Oh, I got a seven plus 11, 18. 18. Okay. Still pretty good. Yeah. Great. Um, Nyak. <laughs> Uh, as you approach uh, the kings, you see that your four beetle babies uh, take flight um, and uh, their wings and shells are shimmering around you, uh, creating kind of this like sea of uh, luminous light uh, that's like reflecting on you and just like casting your <laughs> face in like the best possible lighting. Uh, and the kings see you and they kiss you back on the cheeks and say, finally, Someone who is normal. <laughs> There's <laughs> glitter caking my mullet, and I still have a star attached to my head. <laughs> no shirt, no shoes. Jins, that finally brings us to you. Um, because the only thing I'm good at now is tools. <laughs> I I produce a 
<laughs> chisel <laughs> and and a mallet. Um, huh. And I go over to a nearby statue and I say, all around the world, statues crumble for me. <laughs> no, all around the world, statues crumble for us. And then I <laughs> break the statue. <laughs> Roll with advantage, you madman. I'm 29. What? Put your arms around me, baby. Put, Put your, your arms, arms around, around me, baby. baby. You hear all the bees start singing along. <laughs> <laughs> Wow. Um, awesome. I'm going to add up those scores. Uh, Albin and Bleeker each had a DC of 50. Uh, let's Whoa. see if you beat it. You got a 64. Hell yeah. Whoa. Albin and Bleeker look on at this very messy, very glittery, very passionate display. And they are overwhelmed with the beauty of your proposal. They each kiss Aster on the cheek and then do the same for Jens, Onyx, and Nyak as well. I turn my head so that it's a lip kiss. <laughs> I want one. No fair. Ah, I see you honor the old ways of the elves. Uh, and they open mouth kiss each of you. <laughs> <laughs> While we're open mouth kissing, can I see if they have a can I pickpocket? <laughs> <laughs> you fucking nut. Okay. <laughs> uh, yeah, go ahead and pickpocket uh, the king of Illavas. Go for it. I give bardic inspiration to Onyx so that we don't die. But that's I got it. a three, but can I play no. it getting handsy? <laughs> <laughs> Um, you see that you reach back uh, toward, uh, you were hugging, we'll say that you were uh, French kissing uh, Bleaker, the shorter of the two, uh, and you see that he's like, ah, getting ahead of yourself, I see. Um, and from his back pocket, he pulls out three uh, adamantium credit cards. Yes! <laughs> That's what I was looking for. Aster, we are so sorry we threatened to cut you off. You've made us so happy, and we see now how Jins uh, and his brothers and sisters, I think, make you happy too. We're triplets. Yes. Triplets. The future of Elvenkind is in good hands. <laughs> and so, Jins, Onyx, and Nyak, to thank you all for making our son so happy, please accept these as a token of our gratitude. Uh, and he hands each of you these Bank of Illavas No Limit Adamantium credit cards, and they shine like a thousand diamonds in the sun. Wow. Well, you know, before today, I thought I wanted to be king. But seeing these credit cards, I realized that you two probably have to do a lot of work, and it's actually pretty awesome <laughs> to just be a prince and married to a prince. So thank you. For this gift you've given me. For not only have you given me a no-limit credit card, but so too have you given me a new dream, which is to not be king <laughs> and to just be a forever prince. So you're just, you're abdicating. I'll do that after you pass away. But yes. <laughs> Thank you for honoring us in this way. <laughs> um, they turn to Aster and say, well, 
It's all on you, I guess. <laughs> I turn to Jens and um, Nayak and I say, are we done here? Can we peace? I, think, I, make, I, I do think a little so. finger walking away sign. You see Albert and Bleeker like, now comes the <laughs> ceremony of the passing on. We shall become trees as is the way of our people. Oh, oh. Whoa, this is a, a, okay. <laughs> a right birth, now? a marriage, and a funeral. Okay. We become trees. They're becoming trees. They're becoming branches. I killed a tree yesterday. Okay, I killed I'm a tree I'm not ready. I abdicate. We, uh, we just want to be rich. We want you two to be the kings. I attack the trees. We didn't hear you say it. We're trees now. We're no. trees. <laughs> You're doomed. We are led by trees going forward. <laughs> uh, so, in the shade of the father trees, you all admire your new credit cards and ponder the new responsibilities you have as the kings and co-queens of Illavas. And that is where we will end our session. Oh, no. It's okay. We with with our credit cards, we buy assistants to do the job. Ah, A cabinet, executive assistants, and personal assistants. I like that. (laughs) (laughs) Oh my lord, that was a wacky one, (laughs) y'all. My goodness, we somehow got worse. (laughs) So so much worse. Well, we saved the world. Now we get to be selfish. That's true. That's That's our work. (laughs) The world owes us something. <laughs> yeah, we are we're bad. We're bad guys. <laughs> uh, well, thank you all so much for listening uh, to these bad guys. I had a good time with them. <laughs> good times with bad guys. Uh, does anyone have anything that they want to plug before we go? Yeah, I'll plug our Patreon. Patreon.com/nadpod. Hey. That's N A D D P O D. Don't sing yet. Oh, oh, oh but I wish oh. to you every morning to listen to our after show, the short rest. That's all from me. <laughs> Uh, awesome. Anyone else? Um, I'll throw a plug to um, me and my brother's podcast, uh, The Goat Show. It's Ooh. back. We've been back for three weeks now. Check it out. Beautiful. Uh, this week you're reviewing uh, different metal Beatles, I believe. <laughs> That's correct. Yeah, we tested them all, and uh, <laughs> I can't tell you which one's the best, but uh, you, you <laughs> gotta listen. listen. Which ones are you going to pound into a flat metal and which ones are you going to keep as your child? Uh, (laughs) Listen to the show. Uh, I would like to give some plugs and shout outs to the fine people that helped put this episode together. Uh, Number one, Henry A. for the D&D Beyond subscription I've been using. Uh, Terrence Wiggins for the editing. uh, And Daniel Ramos for sound mixing and music. Uh, You can find Terrence on Twitter at The Black Nerd. uh, And you can find Daniel on Instagram at Dr. Schubert and on Twitter at Schubert's. 
Uh, that's S-C-H-U-B-I-R-D-S. Uh, but most importantly, thank you so much to my nieces and nephews for playing. I might have a child of my own now, but you know what? You're still my favorite nieces and nephews. Uh, and the second I get some free time, I'm going to take you all out to the lake. Ooh, Ooh the lake. Thank you, Dunkle. <laughs> That's right. I'm diving straight to the bottom. I'm going to swim out too far and get bit by a snake. <laughs> I'm going to eat a bunch of food and then jump in. <laughs> Sounds great. I'm asleep. <laughs> uh, well, thank you all again. Uh, you can find my nieces and nephews on Twitter. At uh, chmurf is Murph. At eaxford is Emily. At Jake Horowitz is Jake. And at Caldy is me. Uh, you can tweet at me. Don't tweet at the other ones. I'm I'm casting a shield of protection against them. Just tweet at <laughs> me only. <laughs> Uh, and you can also tweet about the show using hashtag NADPOD. That's N-A-D-D-P-O-D. We, we are, we are, the youth of the nations. We are, we are, the youth of the nation. Woo! It's the end of the show, everybody, and that means I need to shout out our benevolent council of elders, starting with Brad D., Jeffrey S., Haldor Frostback, Steelbreaker, and Matt M., the previous visitors to Jared's Forge. They plucked one gem from the tree, gave birth to zero moonicorns, and set Jared's expectations way too high. Jordan DJ, Cutter W, Jibe G, Zolo Dolo, and Dylan B, Metal Beetles who hid under the rocks during Nyak's feeding ritual. It's not that they don't like bug food, it's just that they all saw Nyak sneeze into his hands right before distributing it. Schubert the Mushroom, Danielle the Dastardly Dame, Andrew M, Beardman Dan, and Scott D, Prince Aster's other lovers. They shower him with gifts and affection and have never once asked him to buy them a castle or private jet blue flight. Uh, desperate much? Danny P, mixologist Michael McD, Balnor's Boy, Andrew B, and Kevin S, stars of The Hive, a new Netflix drama about the lives of the Bumblebee butlers working for the Ilavagian royal family. It's like Downton Abbey, but way louder. Justin I, Ragnar Fadewind, TJM the Gnome Barbarian, Elena M, and Trele the Crayfay, nurses and technicians who were forced to deliver a baby after... Dr. Michelayan was suddenly transported to Mount Trimony. This is why you have to specify no planner binding in your birth plan, people. Jared E., Austin Bonesaw MR, Daniel R., and cyborg version of Josh the Kobold. A team of assassins who have been sent to Ilavas in order to liberate it from the false king and co-false queens who have taken over. Octolich. Gage M, Richard X Machina, Michael L, and Sergio Salazar Salomon Sakarias de Sequani, Blu-ray artisans who spend years crafting a single Friends DVD. The triplets, the triplets' callous hoarding of box sets has totally destabilized their industry. Trash the Traveler, Sir Carl, Jory S, Dana G. Azoth, Shadows, Caleb L, and Ryan, backup dancers from Jen's multi-song wedding performance. They were all hired for their extensive stage experience and, more importantly, their ability to tolerate being yelled at. Jack L, Flawless Whale, Temporal, Sam L, Nicholas C, and Reese NS, Obsidian's Seahorse Doulas, who work with him tirelessly, feeding him prenatal vitamins and leading him through prenatal yoga. Samuel B, Mike H, Matthew E, Colton B, Adam G, and Mateo C, a future team of heroes who must take a cursed ring to destroy it in a mountain, lest its bewitching, glowing inscription, what do you mean other boyfriends, seduce them astray. 
Nabadger, Panama James, Cummins the Bard, Adrian the Halfling Bard, and Dan. Beetle breeders who breed for shitheads. You'd think there wouldn't be a demand, but apparently there's been a lot of beetle sentimentality brewing in beetles, and the people need a beetle steak they don't have to feel guilty about eating. Nikki W, Grace G, Drew Nasty, Cece Lulu, and Jay. The last co-queens to reign in Trinivale, their co-queendom was riddled with scandal and imperial conquest. Here's hoping Onyx and Nyak handle it better. Barnzenator, Michelle O, Timmy R, Jonathan W, the crock-wearing warrior, and Lucas B, the weavers who make the snuggest plus one AC Moonicorn baby onesies. Aaron S, Kevin M, Hogfish's Above Average Hog, New York, and Stephen C, the maternity ward on the Little Moon, where it is actually considered very rude to hold the baby after it's just been born if you're not a parent, as it implies you are going to steal the child, so really Onyx was being quite polite. KJ, Michael M, Raul N, Mike K, Maxwell C, and Karen J, the only audience members at the Magic Mike show who stayed after Jens hijacked the performance. Most of them thought it was performance art, and Karen J did write a well-articulated think piece about the thinning line between audience and performer afterwards. Justin Raccoon, Nick W, Matthew R, Esme M, and Spartagnus, the royal ring bearers whose sole job is to bear the royal rings in royal weddings and got their proud livelihood delegated to a monocorn. Nathan, Casimir the All-Knowing, Big Bad Beard of the Mad, Eric M and Jack Mehoff, friends of Jen's shithead bugs. They enjoy listening to music without headphones on crowded trains and writing long fan fictions that ship Ross and Phoebe. Burley T, Axel A, Nero, Claudia, Caesar, Augustus, Germanicus, Christian A, and J Dragonborn. Five struggling romantics who will be unable to forge a ring for their lovers because the triplets forged so many and used all the resources. Joe Rowe, the Inappropro, Liam D, the Sandrian, Ben A, Feldonis, and Dave H, Treants, who are plotting revenge against Onyx and Jens. From now on, anytime a tree waves in the wind, it could be their doom. Catherine S, David K, Christian S, Keith K, the Time Walker, and Emilio D, the jewelers at a regular ass Jared store that was right next to the volcano. Their customer service is impeccable, and it certainly would have been a lot easier. Frankie Koala, Big Bad John, Aston S, Blair the Bug, Blair Barbarian, and Porkchop, the Knights of Blue. These guardians of the sky will defend your right to affordable, quality flights and blue pop chips. Chanel M, Alice, Minette F, Pat L, Achutha A, and Lauren H. The creators of Bowl Wine. It's a bowl full of wine. There's nothing like enjoying a hot Cabernet in a giant trough on a summer day. Elias Hawthorne, Maddie, Maddie Y, Alex H, The Eldest Berry, Ryan S, and The Bone Duster, the founders of Nuffins Muffins, a nonprofit that focuses on delivering baked goods to moonicorns with terrible friends. Joshua H, Robit, CRSP, Idrisil, Brentley C, Micah B, and Ploops, the publishers of Jen's relationship advice book titled Only the Good Parts. The publishing house went under within minutes of the book being available on shelves. Carly Ann, Connor Savage, Russell H, Christopher J.O., Logan S, Leviathan, and Demay A, JetBlue flight attendants who really put their professionalism to the test, not purposely dumping trays of drinks on the triplets every time they fly. 
BioCourt7, Kenny, Remington CD, Amber K, and Everett P, Royal Bees, whose domain is the triplets' apartment. Most of their time is spent cleaning giant wine stains from the carpet, and they really wish the triplets would use cups instead of one large bowl. Trub Hop Dropper. K Sose, Jesse DLR, Lindsay W, Champ Wild, and Valen, ringmakers who forged the cursed rings the triplets wore. Apparently, when Nyak picked his, Valen said, "Serves the asshole right." Sprite Pepsi, Carlin C. Anthony S., Sally S., and Tristan C. the Goose invested in the forge, and after centuries of great returns, it looks like their money is never coming back our bad. Jake, Emily S., the new petty king of Outerboro, CC, Matthew J., Scrip Scripper, and Zane C. had a super cool treehouse in the gem tree and are now plotting their revenge on the triplets for knocking it down. Michael S., the Bone Duster, Noah, Wyatt B., Loyal the Ogier, Rogue Cree, and Daniel N. Baby Moonicorn photographers who take really cute baby pictures of newborn Moonicorn families. When they approach Onyx, though, she hit them with a quick no thanks. Sam N, Joseph H, David S, Mr. Dude Sky, Conflicted DM, and Justin LB. More shithead beetles who didn't get brought to the forge because they were too busy playing Ding Dong Ditch when Jens came by. Connor P, Dandy, Jennifer R, Clifton A, Reverend Chatterbones, and Richard G, the wedding band who is actually still playing a 48-song mashup that Jens is dancing to. It's gone on for so long, but it's too beautiful to stop. M. Barber, Marcus P, and Pup Kailash all ship Rachel and Joey, but even more than that, they ship Rachel and Gunther. I'm sorry, what? Thank you all so much for listening. Uh, you can head on over to our Patreon to listen to our short rest. Um, thank you to all of our listeners, all of our Patreon subscribers, and of course, all of our benevolent Council of Elders. We'll catch you all next time. That was a HeadGum Podcast. <laughs>